and welcome to another episode of Bone Zone, the show where we talk about the show Bones and men we want to bone. Oh yeah. Um, I am Jack Smith with my co-host, the lovely Zen Lu. Hello everybody. Hi pal, how's it going? Hey, what's up? <laughs> um, so, season one, episode five. Oh yes. We're starting out uh, with Bones doing a lecture at a university. Mm-hmm. And you would think, by what she's saying, that it is the beginning of a lecture. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so glad you're saying but this. But it 100% is the end Was of the it. End. Wait. And she's a fucking writer. I thought the exact same thing, and I almost wrote down a criticism of it, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm being a bitch now, right? No. Because I'm always <laughs> the one that picks on stupid shit, I feel like, a little bit. Oh, please. That's what I'm here But for. that is exactly what I thought. It sounded like the end. I literally was like, the flow of this made no sense. What no. preceded this? In the yeah, presentation. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page. Because she was like, and President Hoover something. Yeah. She started out with an intro phrase that, was, phrase that was basically like, starting with J. Edgar Hoover. Right. Or something. The Jeffersonian and the FBI have had a, lo- a great partnership, right, blah, blah, right, blah, right. blah. And then her next sentence was like, the concluding sentence. Right. <laughs> I was like, thank you for coming or whatever. And I was right. like, wait, what? Yeah. It was literally like it began when J. Edgar Hoover needed the Jeffersonian to help them identify yes. what he thought were irrefutably human remains. Right. Ended up being a monkey. Uh-huh. Everyone in the audience laughed. Ha, 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 I also ha. marked one for the bones tally by the, for that <laughs> one, by the way. Because I was like, she's criticizing the FBI, calling them dumb for thinking a monkey's remains were human remains. So it counts. Um, and then she was like, and that partnership has continued ever since. Mm-hmm. The, and that was the end. That was the end. It was a three-sentence presentation. Yes. <laughs> there were two slides. Yes. A solid chuckle. Yeah. And that was it. And then questions? Questions. Yep. <laughs> um, so then, oh, God. We both are struggling with remembering what this episode is I know. And about. I just watched this an hour ago, basically. <laughs> And I tried really hard to pay attention this time because I was like, I need to be able to remember what happened. Yes. Oh, so, so peop- kids in the audience ask questions. They're all just asking about how she's rich and famous now because of her book. Which like fair. That's yeah. really what I would be thinking about. Same. And then they go Especially out. Especially when it's only a three sentence presentation. <laughs> <laughs> you gave us nothing of meat and substance to ask about. So yeah. we'll just ask if you got a lot of money for your book. 100%. Um, oh, um, right. Because then Booth pops up in the Booth audience. And he's like, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the FBI agent? Right. In your book based off of. And yeah. they like have some sparring. Whatever it is. And then it just cuts to them walking out to talk about a case. Yes. And she has an amazing brand new car that her publisher gifted her for right. being so successful. Right. It's a Mercedes. Yeah. Convertible. Did you get the car thing, by the way? I didn't get the car thing. Oh, so the reason you park at an angle is so that it takes up two spaces. So no one will like ding your car when they open oh, the door. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Because there's this whole thing where she's like, oh, they gifted this to me. Somebody mm-hmm. told me I have to park at an angle. Yeah. And then Booth was like, no, only assholes do that. And then at well, the yeah, end of the Well, yeah, rich episode, assholes because yes. they don't want their I mean, very he's nice not car. Wrong. He's not wrong. But yeah. also, it's so your car doesn't get dinged or anything. Okay, yeah, because at the end, she's like, oh, now there's a ding in yeah. my driver's side door because I just didn't laughs. park that way. Yeah. Okay, the whole, I was genuinely so confused. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Yeah. Okay, thank you for clearing that up. No problem. If I ever get a nice car, which... <laughs> I mean, the way things are going, I, I don't think will. that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll never have a car worthy of parking diagonal across two spaces. I don't care enough about them. That's not what I would put my money into. I get it. But like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So when you win the lottery and you rent <laughs> a nicer one bedroom apartment. I'll buy a really nice used car that has a great <laughs> Kelly Blue Book value. <laughs> Check out 
out my 2014 Toyota Corolla. But um, like, Zen, goddammit. Great mileage. Um, <laughs> you know what? They last forever. <laughs> Solid resale value. I can also park that one at diagonal just to, like, you know, <laughs> make sure I get all of the life out of it that I can. That thing could last me 20 years. Yep. Totally could, Grandma. That's what we call a, a, a sound investment. Cars I mean, are bad. Cars are terrible. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. All right. So I don't know anything about money. But <laughs> <laughs> you would have an investment if you didn't rent an apartment. You just bought one <laughs> when you win the power. Oh ball. yeah, that's a good investment. There you go. Okay. Yes, property. Oh, just God. real estate. All right. So money anyway, plan your life. Bones okay. is rolling in money now. Yes, which is exciting. Um, there's some kind of mention about Star Wars, and I was just <gasps> so thrilled that she actually knew. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. But can I say I wrote this one down too? Yeah, because, yeah. well, so, okay. So they leave the Jeff, yes. wherever the lecture was, because Booth had to pull her out to be mm-hmm. like, we found a body of a young boy behind mm-hmm. a mall. A mall. Yeah. Um, and there was a missing boy. Mm-hmm. So they need to know if this is the missing boy's remains. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Zach is there on site and he yes. has to put on some weird heat seeking help like to be able to see because they can't find the body for some reason there's like dogs there you can hear them barking everywhere no one can find the body in an open field ps they're seemingly 20 feet away from it it. is literally an open field (laughs) in the back of a mall like a completely undeveloped land no one can find it so zach puts on this special hat and bones or booth says like how's it going there darth see anything on saturn and that made me mad because nothing in the star wars universe occurs in our solar system correct and i was like he made a joke. It didn't make sense. And it was supposed to be a pop culture reference. It hafted. You're right. It did. Yeah. But. He could have just ended it with like the Darth thing and then it would have been okay. Yeah. He's not a comedian. That oh. happens at a later episode. He starts to do comedy. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's for. It's for a reason because of whatever the fucking crime was. And he starts to do stand-up. <laughs> oh, it was integral to the solving of the case that he needed to do a stand-up set? I guess so. Wow. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Don't you worry. I'm, you know what? Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but I'm already <laughs> preemptively annoyed. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Okay. Yes. But okay. Yeah, you're right. At least she recognized mm-hmm. the reference. Positive. Mm-hmm. Yes. She knows what that is. I overall, and you might disagree with me on this, but of the episodes we've seen so far, I had l- f- fewer issues with this yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, no. I still agree with that. I know my tone of voice and the things that I'm saying <laughs> might not suggest that, but I actually felt pretty good about this one. Yeah. Later on, he also makes a reference to Planet Vulcan. I yes. think to mock her for being cold with people or something yes. like that. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't know what that is. Correct. She has never seen Star Trek, I yes. guess. Fair. Or even heard of it, because I've seen like three episodes of Star Trek. Same. But okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so they find the body. Yes. They take it back to the lab. Well, I was confused as shit from the get-go because that body looked like decomposed as all hell, but yes. apparently it, the boy because had only been dead for 36 to 40 hours. Because of the bugs and the animals. Yeah. They just, Hodgins justifies it. Somehow. He was like, yeah, a bunch of rats and dogs ate yeah. it or something. Yeah. And I was like, there are so many maggots on this thing. And I'm pretty sure that. Well, look, I have to Google it, but I just... But also, how long has this boy been missing? They never mentioned that, did they? I don't know, but, like, they could have just not made it so difficult for themselves and had him be killed a while ago. Right. That's exactly right. That's why I was like, wait, has he only been missing for 36 to 48 hours and now they realize he's dead? I have no idea. 
Oh no, you know what? It, he must have been very recently. And I'll say, I'll tell you why I was fixated on this so mm-hmm. much is because later when they make the notification to the mom, mm-hmm. I was so confused because she seemed so stoic and unmoved by it. Like, I feel like typically you see like sobbing. Like if your young son had just been missing for 40 hours and then they found him dead, mm-hmm. wouldn't you be like in tears, mm-hmm. like tearing your hair out? Mm-hmm. She seemed like, like, yeah, a bit teary eyed maybe, but right. she was she just kind of whatever. Yeah. That. And then later they're just like hanging out. And she's like later talking to his son, like, you didn't tell me you went to the mall that day. Like, That's so true. whatever. Like, she didn't sob. She didn't say like, no, it can't Especially be him. She cries and gets more emotional later in the episode. I mean. When she's describing how. Um, oh, right. When she, how she originally got the kid. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah well, anyway, so that made me think like, was he missing for six months? And then they just found his body. And so like, she's had so some she had time assumed that, like, to cry it out yeah. or oh, something. I don't know. But no, that can't be because as we'll discuss later when we realize the sequence of events he mm. could have only been dead for a couple like he could have only been missing for a couple days max he's basically killed soon after he went uh he was taken right mm. so anyway um so they're trying to identify like who the actual child is like is this the kid who went missing yeah um and they base the fact that it's the missing oh my god yes on angela's sketch yeah and the clothes that he's wearing which are not the clothes that he's wearing and the missing poster nope. even though she holds it up and she says the, well, clothes, the clothes match yep so i'll say the same thing i said <laughs> in the episode with the fake terrorist why not use dna DNA, a dental... Drawing a like, sketch of a face is not a perfect science. Especially when you had the picture of him up already. So right. if she had just subconsciously taken that right. in, she could have just drawn the fucking face. There is no way to know for sure that the face she drew based off of a skull could be And it's not accurate. even like just a clean skull because right. isn't there like it's hair and all sorts of shit, shit on all it? Because they yeah. didn't like clean it off no. yet. And then, yeah, they just look at the clothes that you're right. It's mm-hmm. not even the clothes. Um, that he's wearing in the missing photo. Although I went back for a different reason to mm-hmm. rewind to look at the missing photo, mm-hmm. the missing flyer yeah. that Booth shows Bones in the mm-hmm. beginning of the episode. Um, and it might be the clothes written in the missing f- poster. Oh, okay. But that makes still sense. saying, oh, jeans and like a yellow sweater. Okay. How do you know it's this but fucking like, jeans and yellow sweater? Before we tell this woman that her child yes. is dead. Before you make a death notification. Let's just make sure. Right. I wrote the exact same thing. Yeah. Because it blew my mind. And yeah. then, but oh, yeah. God. So they yeah. identify. They're uh-huh. like, yep, it's him. And they go tell his mom. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> They're like, we're very sorry. And she's just like, oh, yeah. just slightly bummed by it. Yeah. I will say I do appreciate as a person who is adopted that they insinuate like oh well he is your child and then you have two other foster kids and she says yes but i try not to differentiate between the two of them i was like yes. oh well that's nice yeah whatever little wins i can take from this show yes. i will take and i thought that that was nice and i i mean in general there's a big theme in this episode about the foster care system mm-hmm. because this is where yes. booth discovers that bones was in the foster care system zen yeah did you know that Bones is an orphan. Here's the thing. I thought, <laughs> that's why I was so confused when he kept making comments like, do you know what the system's like? Like, you knew she and was, I was a like, fucking what? orphan, you fucking right. fuck. We talked extensively in the first episode about how she was orphaned as a teenager. Yeah, she was like 15. I mean, even if you didn't know for sure, but like, and maybe you could have thought she went to go live with a relative, like, 
It's a distinct I, possibility knowing yeah, her background. Yeah, right. And everyone else knew, I thought. Like, Angela surely knew. And, yeah. like, I mean, I don't, I guess I can't really say Zach and Hodgins would have known because mm. they're weird and they're maybe not close. But I don't know. I was just so lost by that. I, I kept the whole time being like, why are they dancing around this? I Doesn't know. everyone know she was a foster why child? Why wouldn't you just say something? Right. Like, when he, when she's like, the foster system's bad or, like, but you know he what? says something and he's like, well, what do you know about it? Like, not like yeah, that yeah, direct. Yeah, basically. But like, why not just be like, I was in there and yeah. I know. Because <laughs> you know what, Zen? What? Sometimes she feels too much. You're right. <laughs> Sometimes you think she gets too close to things. Yeah. A hundred thousand percent. And that's exactly what happened here. As she counseled Zach later in the episode, because everyone in this episode was really struggling with the fact that they had to deal with the remains of a child. Everyone was bummed. Angela considered yeah. quitting. Like Zach was like sad and being like i've never worked on remains this small before Which, like, fair and like there was a point where she literally was like um that's a valid uh like observation but it's not relevant to this investigation and i was like bitch just be cool. he's just having a moment and yeah. like it's okay that was also a bones tally by the way oh yeah yeah i was like that was cool um the neighbor is very involved <laughs> with this death oh, notification yeah. oh yeah did she she was there right like yeah. she's sitting there next to the mom so the there's a random woman on the couch who's talking more than the mother is mm-hmm. and it ends up being like her neighbor right who also has a son who has played like with the kids i guess um but it's it's i understand why they do it it's just a chance to kind of insert that neighbor into it the story because they become involved later right but like she could have just sat there and like held her hand well and also I'd what did like, they hey, say like sh- we sh- all look out for each other or something like they oh maybe look she's Probably. just horning in <laughs> You know those people who like like to be part of these really tragic moments and glom onto them to like be part of the action? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think no, she's one I, of those. It's one of my pet peeves and I see people do it. Of just like they take on tr- no, other people's tragedy as their own yeah. just to get attention and right. it makes me fucking crazy. Yeah, no, I think that's what she's doing. Yeah, I agree. Um, Hodgins' hair is so terrible is something that I wrote. Oh my God, you know what? I actually felt sympathetic for Hodgins in this episode. Um, I just wrote that his hair is almost as bad as his attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we've both gone opposite directions on him. I'm now kind of into it today. Was into him today. Here's what I don't like is I don't like it when guys who have short, like his hair is short-ish. It's all like the same length Uh and like it extends off the back of his neck. It's just like... It's just a terrible haircut, and I don't know why. And they put a lot of shit in it, so it looks crunchy. Yes. So it doesn't look good. It doesn't look comfortable. No. Um, I will say Angela has a bit more hair. They started giving her some extensions and mm-hmm. stuff for this episode. And at the end of the episode, they when they dress up to go to a party, mm-hmm. like they both have her and Bones both have really good makeup, and I made it. Yes, of that. I was like, ooh, they look good. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, so but he, I think this episode he toned down the conspiracy theory in it, yes. probably because it was like a serious episode. I mean, yeah. like it's a child's death, but also like right. they make it clear that he was sexually assaulted. So it's like ooh, yes. like a SVU situation, uh-uh. yeah. and um, so like everyone's Let's a little bit more somber. Yeah, yeah, um, but like there's this whole running backstory with Hodgins mm-hmm. because. There is like some donor dinner mm-hmm. happening and the boss of the Jeffersonian is insisting that there all of them go. go attend to like schmooze the donors. Mm-hmm. He even says these are our donors. All they want to do is rub elbows with some scientists for a little bit. And I was just like, that's not true at all. Yeah, no they one don't wants give a that. shit about the Literally scientists. no one wants any of that. But yeah. that's why he's insisting the whole team go and right. Hodgins doesn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And he's being a bitch about it and no mm-hmm. one knows why. And then later it's revealed 
because he's super rich mm-hmm. and he owns the group that is the primary donor to the yes. Jeffersonian. And he doesn't want to be put in a position where he has to be around all these other richy rich people who then right. out him because he had been trying to keep it a secret to live a normal life. Yeah. And I was like excited that that plot point got revealed. Mm-hmm. And got I revealed felt, a lot earlier than I remembered. Right. I thought this was like a couple seasons later. Same. But I also liked that it made me feel like, you know what, Hodgins? You're all right. <laughs> You're really rich. And yeah, you live in a mansion, as we soon discover in this episode. Mm-hmm. But like, you just want to be a bug and slime guy. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. He got you, man. You I'm get, all in on Hodgins. drinking that Hodgins Kool-Aid, Just man. this one episode. I'm done. It was like four episodes of I hate him, I hate him, I hate yeah. him. Now I'm in. He's still kind of obnoxious. Yes. But you, like, when I was thinking about it, like, yeah, if I, I wouldn't want to be the head of Amazon or like P&G or some right. big ass, you know, Viacom company. That'd be fucking awful. It would probably be really stressful. I'd also prefer bugs and slime to that. So, like, yeah. I get it. So, anyway. Yeah. It's also revealed that um, uh, Zach lives with him, which is weird. Yes. They're roommates. He lives above his garage. Right. Because Angela's trying to figure out why Hodges is being such a bitch. So, yeah. she asks Zach, like, what is wrong with him? Your roommates, you know him really well. Mm. And he was like, oh, I don't actually see him that much because my... I live room. above the garage and he lives in the main house, which right. is separated by the tennis courts yeah. and the pond. And she was like, huh? <laughs> and that's when everyone realizes he was on a massive estate. Which her reaction is what mine would have been. Like, wait, what? Tell me everything. Right. But yeah, I mean. Good, good on Hodgins. And, and so. So you can afford point, a better fucking haircut. I mean, it was, it must have been him just trying to be nice to Zach, this random grad student I who guess I guess so. needed a place to live. Yeah. I don't know if he's paying rent and then he no drives idea. him to work every day. Yes. They carpool together every day. You would think that they would get along better on the show. Right. And like they eventually do. But I feel like it's not a plot point that the writers started with. And then it just kind of became a thing. Well, you know what it made me think about? I was like, when do we find out Angela and Brennan's backstory? Like, do we ever find out how they meet and become friends? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like it's not for a while, though. Okay. Yeah. Because I was just realizing, like, I can't remember why they're even best friends. It's such a weird pair. It still doesn't makes sense as to why they're so close because mm-hmm. every time they interact it's just like i don't get you well i don't get you right. <laughs> but whatever we'll it, go with it it's a fun odd couple yes um yes yeah, so they make the death notification to the mother <laughs> yes. who is a foster mom she mm-hmm. has one biological child which is a child that went missing and is now right. dead and then charlie. also two foster children yes yes charlie and then the the two others are what one sean, and, sean and then there's another kid but you don't really see the older kid yeah. that much so the two brothers who were mm-hmm. who are being uh fostered by her right what the fuck was that woman's accent by the way yo was it british was it like yeah. a more of like a polish or russian i assume she was a british actress that I was trying she... to make it an american accent and couldn't do it right yeah but i didn't bother to look it up because i didn't have the energy to find out who she was because it didn't like if it wasn't for the fact that she was trying to play an american person it didn't sound bad but yeah. you could tell that yeah she was not something was happening from here yeah and i don't know like the, uh, <laughs> there are a thousand million american actresses you couldn't get one <laughs> I mean, it had to be her. You know what I mean? She just emoted so well I mean, in that role. She was good at the crying when she cried. Yeah. You know, I'll give her that. But anyways, I did notice that. It was weird. She was fine. She was fine. <laughs> um, so we see Booth like being good at his job. 
Yeah, he like starts talking up the two foster kids, yeah. trying to figure out what's going on, and he fixes a video game remote controller very, by the way, which is uh, confusing. Impressive. It was like a circuit board; like he opened it and like fixes it. So I was like, "Does this become a negative one tally for the booth <laughs> tally?" Because he does something smart. I don't, I'm so confused. Well, I think he also plays video games on the show, so like he's like familiar with them. Okay, so this is still within the realm of yeah. he would know how to do this yes. in spite of not knowing pretty much anything else Correct. like the word segue or whatever correct okay <laughs> <laughs> he barely knows english but he's great at video games he can, he can fix, fix a circuit board but really really can't grasp you know the english language it's correct fine. cool indeed um but you see him like getting the trust of the kids yep. and observing their reactions and like being like patiently getting them to kind of come around yep um so it's nice that you see him separately just like yeah understanding you see the emotional intelligence that he has right. that Bones is always so confused The by. one that he's always claim he the one he's always ragging on yes. Bones for not having. Like, you actually see him charming the yes. kids a little bit. I wrote, instead of just staying around being confused by big science words. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, being flabbergasted and exasperated. Basically. Um... So, yeah. So, yeah. he's chatting up the kids. Meanwhile, Bones and the team are back in the lab trying to, like, figure, like, get clues from the remains. Mm-hmm. Um, she has that interaction with Zach where he's bummed and she's just like, get it together in a really cold blooded way and tells him to just yeah. focus on details. Like don't but like, focus I on what's like happening. Everything they were saying was kind of corny. Yes. It's not necessarily the best way of saying these things, but their point, like I understood and yeah. like, oh yeah, I guess focusing on the details, like that would make sense, I guess. Just kind of narrow in instead of right. seeing body of a small child on a slab i mean the advice itself wasn't bad and i think towards the end of the conversation she got more gentle a little bit yeah yes and she said it more like like in a comforting way yeah but at first she was just like that's not relevant to this investigation zach oh god i was like bitch come on for real but she also mentioned that conversation that she was at waco Waco? yeah so she was like not to be like oh i'm so tired of it you'll never or like over it she was like you'll never get over it but like I know what you mean. It's like really hard. Yeah. But then it just made me think. So she was at Waco and over the last couple episodes. I know she's mentioned being at these huge sites of giant tragedies right. or deaths. I think before. she mentioned being at like September 11th. Yes. In a later episode. So at this time at of the show, I don't. World Trade Center. I don't, yeah. Yes. She does mention it. You're right. I literally was like, wasn't she at 9-11 too? Mm-hmm. This woman is at every major event in yes. US and I don't know, even world history. Because I think there was a previous thing where she was like in Africa. Isn't that like the first episode she was in some She's foreign in country? She's in like Rwanda or something. Yeah. Like trying to fight. She like, just flies to tragedy right. all over She's the world. She's the only woman that they can never call apparently. <laughs> She's the only one. The only forensic anthropologist in the world that can do the job she does. Every big thing, she's the one that they call. But she's never once used DNA to identify anything. (laughs) She's going around the world identifying. She brings Angela's sketching. 9-11, they, wow, like 4,000 something bodies. Most of which were, there were no remains. Um, You're telling me she did that based off of a face sketch and clothing? Like, come on. (laughs) I was just like, this doesn't make sense. I, yeah, I don't. Anyway, that's a unrelated. It's outside the scope of the show. Especially but. for this, like this one in particular, like you, it's modern day. Like yeah. the kid will have dental records. Right. You have his full on body. Everything else about the lab is so technologically There's advanced. There's no reason why you couldn't do this relatively quickly. Yeah. You know who his dentist will be. Right. <laughs> just boop, boop, done. Yeah. It's, you have just so oh, much DNA gosh. in those remains. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just stuck on it. Um, completely unrelated. I didn't notice in this episode. I was like, "Oh, Hodgins has really nice blue eyes." 
<laughs> Hair aside, I was like, wow, that's a nice, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't notice that part. I'll look for it next time. Please do. Um, I was mostly fixated on his hair at this time just because you had mentioned his hair yeah. the last couple times. So this time I made a note to look at his hair. Is it, it isn't until like the fourth or fifth season where they finally give him a haircut and his hair is not just a big curly blob. Yeah. Um, and actually like it looks really good, but then he eventually grows it out again and it's all over the place and it makes me crazy. I don't, I gotta be honest, I don't hate the length of the hair that it is right now. I hate it. I actually, I, it doesn't bug me. But I think I am the kind of person who would be okay with a scruffier dude. The thing is, he's not even scruffy. I just don't, I don't like extra. And when I say extra, I don't mean it in the, <laughs> the like, millennial sense. <laughs> I, like, I don't like, like, if I have a, I don't like dresses that have, like, the, like a tie belt or anything. Like, I don't like, like unnecessary add-ons. Yes. Just for And the he sake just of. has extra hair <laughs> that I do not want it to be there. And it just sticks out and has no <laughs> form. And I need it to have shape. Okay. So it's a bad haircut and I need them to fix if it. If the question is, could he have less hair? Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> it's just, I don't know how to describe it. I'll put up a picture on Instagram. Like when he turns his head so you're seeing his profile, there's it's just a bunch wow. of hair at the back that's off of his neck and it's just sitting there. I don't think I noticed that at it all. It makes me crazy. Oh, because is it popping and up? It's on, not in on any way important. Like, is it like it's, sticking out and stuff? Yeah, it's because it's not, it's not long in terms of like, um, I <laughs> said not long in terms of length. It's not, <laughs> it's not even touching his collar because it sticks off of it. Oh, okay. If I had seen that, I'm sure it would have annoyed me too. But I didn't I even will, notice. I will find the picture and I will show you because it makes me crazy. Wow. Yeah. Take a screenshot of it that point in the episode. It is not in any way important. And, and then also do a totally close-up of his beautiful blue has, eyes. <laughs> I will. He also just like, he has nice hair. I like his hair. Like it's like naturally seemingly blondy and curly and whatever. It's cute. Look, if he just had a completely different personality, oh, I would be all about him on this show. You will be eventually because his personality does change. Right. He becomes a lot nicer. Yeah. And, and when he gets with Angela, I'm sure I'd like that version of him. Yes. He's very sweet and very romantic and whatnot. But yeah, his character starts off really shitty. I mean, sorry, that was a big old hair tangent. No, no, it's okay because the th other thing I was going to say is that she, I actually liked uh, the necklaces in this episode. What? <laughs> okay, hold on. What? what? First of all, the first necklace in the beginning when she's giving the presentation and she get, first walks out. Oh, with I blue, don't remember it. It's like a very nice, normal necklace. Okay. It's like the most normal of necklaces. At one point, she wears one that has like a metal thing and it's orange. Yes, I actually didn't hate that one. Did you see the belt that she was wearing at the same time? No, I, I think I, I don't have the ability to focus. I don't think I have the brain power to focus on both necklaces and belts. Oh, so I I'm did. just going with necklaces. Because it was a big, it was a slightly less chunky belt, but it was just a black with a big silver buckle. Look. And then the chunky necklace, I was just like, oh, Jesus. No one's belt choices in this show so far have been great. No. Like, Booth wears a crazy belt and like, whatever. I, well... Okay, so they toned... I felt like they actually toned down her jewelry they this did. episode. They did. It wasn't so outrageous. They toned down her jewelry and gave her an expensive car. Yes. Yeah. And I really liked this, some earrings she was wearing. She was wearing a black necklace at one point with like beads and the big silver thing. I didn't notice And she at had all. really pretty like silver earrings in too. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. See, I never... Not important. I noticed hair. You noticed jewelry and makeup. Yeah. Between us... We all notice belts, pretty much. (laughs) And clothes. We typically, I think, all notice clothes. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. We balance each other out. Yeah, I think so. We all bring something to the table here in terms of criticizing how everyone looks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, where they're trying to retrace this kid's steps... Um, they turn to Angela. Oh my God. And she has designed a mass recognition program to apply body types to skeletal remains. Yeah. You're talking about the thing she did with the mall cameras, right? Yep. Yeah. So part of the thing is that he, after Booth has that great conversation with the kids, this whole time they thought this little boy went missing from a park. Mm -hmm. They find out he actually went missing from a mall. Mm -hmm. So they've been looking in the wrong place this whole time. Mm -hmm. So they now need to scroll through all this mall camera footage to find him and try and track where he went. I'm glad you remember that because I did not. Well, I did just watch this approximately 45 minutes ago. So (laughs) if I hadn't remembered it, it'd be kind of terrifying. But so here's my problem with that program. She based it off of, you know, basing it on this idea that there are three main body types, endomorphs, ectomorphs, and mesomorphs. And that is something that I don't know if you've ever learned about this, but that's something I learned about in school because that was something that was like a 1950s era concept of thinking that all human beings in the world fit into three general categories of body types is it just skinny medium and large essentially i think i can't remember the details but all i did remember and it was immediately confused when i saw this happen in the show is that it has been widely debunked for a long time it is known to be croc science and it's also considered kind of racist because a lot of the thing about the three different body types Mm -hmm. is that it also was supposed to correlate with behavior and temperament so like if you're a mesomorph you tend to be intelligent and blah blah if you're a whatever you're supposed to be blank and blank and so shockingly most white people tend to have this one kind of body type most black people have the other body type and so they're more like savage and they don't think well and blah 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 versus everyone else who's shockingly white and has this other body type they're are great. like thoughtful and yeah, blah blah, blah. Of course, they're so perfect. like this has been known to be not a no. thing for a long time so i don't know who the fuck in the writer's room <laughs> looked this up and used this it's like this era of science where do you ever do you remember learning about like there used to be a type of science where quote-unquote science mm. in the same time where they were trying to again correlate body features to temperament so this this three body shapes thing is one of them mm-hmm. but there also used to be thinking about like head measurements right. the yes, giant yes, yes. calipers and that was the same phrenology thing. i can't remember is the word um i don't know exactly what it was called but it was that thing where like it would again turn out that everyone who had this size or shape of head yes, who yes, was yes. white was characterized as having these really positive oh, yeah. characteristics. So phrenology, it, um, it was a pseudoscience that right. the, the measurement of bumps on the skull to predict mental yes. traits. Yeah. And like you see like plaster, like things of skulls where like they're just little like squares on each of them. And this is like love and this is blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. It's just a bunch so, of bullshit. Right. And again, all the black people would have like the bad kind of, oh, of measurements. So like to justify that they were savage and less right, than. Right, right, right. So it's like, Oh, classic I could not believe moves. that literally a 50-year-old science that has, again, been debunked was brought to you to that she's suggesting that, that she's using that for her program, but also that Bones is an anthropologist. Yes. Of all the kind of scientists that should know this is not real should be an anthropologist. Like, okay. Especially one of the best what? in the world. Yeah, like maybe if you're like a geneticist or something, like maybe you wouldn't have remembered or mm-hmm. known or learned, but like... An anthropologist? This is your bread and butter, Literally, girl. you study 
like yeah. human behavior and like what <laughs> also a angela this would have made you good gajillionaire right um b i definitely when i heard ectomorph i was like isn't that what slimer from the ghostbusters was probably yeah but i think it was, was right no i think they call I think it i was thinking of um remember when high c the little juice boxes do you remember those high yeah. c they had a, they had a whole Ghostbusters line of them, and then there was like one with Slimer. It was like Ecto Cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so my mind went to a very different place. <laughs> Needless to say, so I got mad and was like, "They're all racist on and this I was show." Like, Ghostbusters, <laughs> I see. And I just really had some nice childhood memories. <laughs> I mean, look, this is clearly a bunch of idiots who didn't look into this. I was a real Angela in. in this situation. You were real bones. <laughs> I was like, somebody needs to write a think piece on this <laughs> about how this is problematic. <laughs> somebody call Slate back <laughs> and get them to write something. But okay, yeah, whatever. The point is Angela writes a program to like screen through the mall footage to find yes. the missing boy. And they find yes. him. Yes. And then there's something mentioned about um, Will Ferrell and Colin Ferrell. Oh, yeah. And I could not believe that old Bonesy knew even though she got the names mixed up, knew who Will Ferrell was and thought he was hilarious. Yeah. I'm sorry. Doesn't seem like her humor. No. Well, she doesn't have humor. Right, exactly. Like, can you imagine her watching Old School and, like, laughing? Or Elf. Or Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I... Based on what she is and is not familiar with... Yeah. I do not understand how these writers are mapping her personality and like her personal life. So like, I'm not a writer, right? I don't know how to like build a story with mm. characters, but I would have imagined at some point you start by defining who these people are yes. and their traits and yes. their likes and their dislikes. So that when you write a story about them, there's Put them some in a situation. Yeah. You know what their yeah. reaction is. You're be. able to think through how would this person react based yes. on these things we've determined about her. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like they did any of that. Nope. Here. Just whatever pop culture thing comes to mind. She knows Star Wars. She doesn't know Star Trek. She doesn't know X-Files. We know that. But she I knows Will Ferrell and loves Will Ferrell. Uh -huh. Doesn't know like all this other random shit. Like, uh, mm -hmm. very odd. Very. Um, uh, let's see. What else? So, right. They find yes. Charlie on the footage and they see that in the mall, somebody who was obscured by like, I don't know, a fucking plant or something. <laughs> like Oh, like a... Like a banner or something in the yeah, mall. Like yeah, like some advertising All you can something. see is feet. Yeah. He calls Charlie over to him and then they walk out of the mall together. Mm -hmm. And they're like, who is that? Who took him out of the mall? Mm -hmm. And then after they go through this whole thing describing how you can't zoom in on footage, that's a certain resolution, to get oh, a zoom in, basically anti-CSI, being like, you can't just take something that's a certain resolution and zoom in on it and still see it at the same resolution. You'll just get a mess of nonsensical pixels. She then is like, but I wrote a program that <laughs> interpolates the dark, like the white spaces and like the outlines or whatever. Just a bunch of more right. Angela bullshit. So they're able to see in the reflection of a door, by the way, again, because we never get a full head face like face on shot mm -hmm. of whoever is leading charlie out of the mall she's still able to use her program to basically in almost perfect resolution and definition see the face of who it was so when they first talk about how they can't do it yeah. i wrote a note saying when they're looking at mall footage i appreciate that they don't just enhance the image perfectly right? yeah and then a couple other things happen and then they go back to this yeah and I just wrote, oh, then I had to draw an arrow because I'd already written more. <laughs> and I just wrote, until they fucking do. <laughs> She's like, and was like, babble, babble, babble. Here's why you can't do it. And that's like a I dumb thing so that you could have even thought. I was like, good job, guys. Right. Like, draw the Finally. line somewhere. Yeah. 
and then like, that footage just was kidding. so grainy it was yeah so grainy yeah and when they show it for a second and booth's like stop or whatever like you don't see anything nope. there's nothing to be seen right and then booth's like wait what about a reflection of his face and then zach's like that's a great idea and i'm like it is remember when we said i didn't have as many criticisms about this episode <laughs> that was really my my biggest one i mean these are big ones right like not knowing racism. how to identify a, bro- a body <laughs> racism and then claiming they're not going to do something that's and technologically then impossible yes. and then doing it oh, in like literally God. 30 seconds later so anyway they enhance the picture yeah and it's sean the younger brother of mm-hmm. the two foster brothers that were also living yes. in charlie's home um in between that i will say um Angela is contemplating quitting her job because seeing a child's body is yeah. obviously extremely traumatic. Um, and so Brennan starts to try to talk to her about it. And I appreciate that Angela stops her and is like, not this time, basically. Yeah. Like, I can't deal yeah. with this right now. Like, yeah, because I didn't want to hear that fucking shit either. Same. Nice job, Angela. But also, Angela called herself a good time girl. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think that means what you think it means no i know what you were trying to say I about know that yourself you like to drink and party right. and stuff you were just trying to suggest you're like a light-hearted fun whimsical yes. girl yes calling yourself a good time girl no. sounds like something very different yep. sounds like you're i don't know maybe a sex worker which is again fine and there's nothing wrong with that right but i don't think that's what you were trying to say i'm picturing you out at raves like right. popping a lot of drugs yes. exactly and who knows what it's tonight again if that's what you want to do a cool. retreat but i know that that yeah. is not what you are talking right. about angela but she said it so sad and wistfully because like this is the moment where they're having that somber conversation yes. about how she wants to quit because i uh, guess understandably it's emotionally draining to yes. deal with the death of and sexual assault yes of like what like a 10 year old boy yeah. or whatever yeah and she's like look man i'm just a good time girl and i was like what it is jarring in that moment because it so it's weird not what you expect to come out of her no. mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh god um but um, oh and one other thing Booth's outfit at one point. Uh? He's walking in and he's wearing like a light purple shirt with the biggest collar I've ever seen. Oh, it's so bad. And then his tie is black and it's a skinnier-ish tie, but then it has like a guy playing cards on it. What? And it's weird. I don't remember this. It's so weird. Oh I have to do a better job of scrutinizing the men. I'm such a bitch. You know what? That's what the difference is. I look at the men you more, I think, men. and you look at, the women, look at the women and you look at different... Yeah. bits of them i'm looking at their makeup and their i'm looking and their, at their hair you know, jewelry and accessories yeah. and their clothes and I'm you're looking at the men at the men and their hair and falling in love with their beautiful blue eyes <laughs> 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 i do enjoy a blue or light colored eye i'm trying to imagine their physiques underneath the clothing <laughs> trying to imagine what our children look like will our children have nice <laughs> eyes will they get my hair or hodges's hair they better get mine <laughs> oh god um so yeah, that I will take a picture of that also because it's pretty bad. Um, he can't hit it out of the park every time, you know. You know, it's fine. It's one of, and like he still looks good. It is also probably like yeah, he wears a suit every time. Change it up. I mean, purple it's still shirt. a suit. It's yes. just a purple suit. Yeah, so, sh- fun tie shirt underneath. Yeah. Yep. Because as we recall from previous episodes, uh, Booth has personality. He does. Yeah. He's not your typical stodgy dry fbi nope. man not mm-hmm. at all um so then oh also the and this is unfair and it was not his choice but the little kid sean his haircut is also terrible oh God, it's like in his eyeballs it's in his eyes the back is all like it looks like up. a mom tried to cut his hair which maybe she did 
But like you're on a television show, you can give them a decent haircut. I mean, even if it was the exact same haircut, not, but an inch and a like half shorter, it would have been better. It's not like they're poor. They make it a point to say that she's quite wealthy. Right. She's living off of her trust fund. Yes. Because so they're like, like, how do you even stop taking this him to supercuts and fucking get him a decent yeah. haircut? He. I don't know how he doesn't just walk into tables all day. It, I I don't know how. Yeah, he's blinded by. <laughs> or just like bangs. walk into a street and like been hit by a car at this point. <laughs> like seriously, he's blind. He's being blinded by his own hair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, totally agree. Ugh, um, and so then Brennan goes in and talks to him. Right. And she says a lot of really sympathetic things like they give you a garbage bag, which I actually appreciated a little bit. I actually teared up. I was really <laughs> like, even though, and I had seen this episode before. Yeah, I remembered that line. Exactly. Yeah, like, me that's too. one of the weird random lines I remember from the show. Because it's so specific. Yeah. That I was like, does someone. Wait, didn't we talk about this already before? Because didn't we talk um, about it when we were talking about how she's an orphan and was, <laughs> <laughs> was in foster care? Because I feel like we talked about, because the reason I liked this line when she talks about the garbage bag mm. thing is because it's real and yeah. there's like charities out there that actually give out, give out real stuff. bags. Like they yeah. make real bags for foster children so they cannot have to use a fucking garbage, garbage bag, bag to pack their shit from place to place. Yes. I oh I don't remember talking about it, but it is. It's like what it's probably the best part of the episode. Yeah. It's like you really fucking feel for both of these yeah. people, and like, she's always sticking up for them. Yeah. She's fighting for the mom to be able to, because it's okay. So one thing we forgot to mention is it's oh, revealed yeah. that the mom is not actually Charlie's biological right. mother, which she had been saying this whole time. Yeah. So then they're like, "What the fuck? She kidnapped a kid or something?" Because they were so because it was discovered that the so the bones had scoliosis or sorry the bit the child Charlie had scoliosis <laughs> the bones the bones. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have scoliosis too. So, hey, Charlie, what's I up? Th- I thought of you too. <laughs> and then they were like, at first they were being like, oh, he has scoliosis and his bones are so brittle. And I was like, excuse me, that's not a thing yeah, for scoliosis. No. And then it turns out it's a, right. like a whole But then they were like, thing. oh, no, wait, yeah, he has brittle bone disease yeah. too. And then that was like a whole thing where it's like, oh, it's hereditary. So if he had it, his mom should have had it. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they just know she doesn't have it. Well, because they had already entered. Booth had already interviewed her and she was fine. I don't, but what did they ask her? Do you, by the way, have any brittle bone disease? Um, I think it caused deformities. Oh, like like right. super bowed legs and stuff. So oh God, you're right. Sorry, sorry. Okay, she seemed real, I was like, she seemed pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, they realized like these. So she could not possibly be his biological mother right, right. and it turns out like he was actually another foster child that she was given as when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. But then like the biological mother took him back, but mm-hmm. she was like a drug addict right. who then died yes. and so like she happens upon the dead drug addict mom mm-hmm. and the baby's just crying upstairs so she mm-hmm. just grabs the baby and pieces out i guess yeah. and then she just uh, and she actually does start to cry during this story why she doesn't cry when she learns her son is dead i don't know not important. but she does um really get emotional during the story and yeah it's sad and then bones talks to the kid and so yeah i legit was like oh god it was emotional yeah yeah I was like, oh, good job. Maybe also it's the first time you see Bones being freaking human. Yes, because she seemed so Very, yes. Yes. And she did She did say all the right things. And yes. she did do exactly what she needed to do to get the little boy to mm-hmm. tell her what happened. Mm-hmm. And leading up to this, the whole time, she was like, you know, talking to Booth and just being like, please, I know, just let me talk to Sean. I yeah. think I can figure out how to get him to tell us what's going on. Even though she just won't just say, I can relate to him because I was also in the foster system. <sighs> yeah. Everyone's just fucking dancing around at this whole episode. And Booth is just like, what are you, you're bad at this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so finally she's just like. Which like, to be fair, yeah, she is. I mean, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he has a point. He's like being really aggressively like, what could you possibly say or whatever? But like, so she, she's kind of like, 
oh, like in that moment, he's watching her say those things to mm-hmm. him. And she re- he realizes like, oh, she must have yeah. been in the foster mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. So now everyone knows. Secret and then she really looks, she like looks through the glass knowing that he's there when they're talking and be like, I have a friend at the FBI. He's going to set this up for you. Right get you back with your mom and that made me be like oh my god <laughs> right because now that the woman is discovered to yeah. not have been the biological mother mm-hmm. they want to like take the kids away try like charge her but at minimum take with the kids away yeah. yeah um so then she was like no we'll give you back to her which like they're both uh, both booth and bones they i understand both of them exactly. of like of course emotionally of course you want the kids to be with yeah. what who is essentially their mother right Booth has to just follow the law because that's his goddamn job. Right. Everybody's he's clearly the not thing. enjoying it. Yeah. But like that's he's his also job. about it. Yeah, of course. But like everyone, this is an instance where their characters are doing the thing that makes sense for their characters right. to do. Bones is sticking up so hard for the yes. mom and for the kids to be back with the mom mm-hmm. because she knows what it's like to have been in a bad foster right. home and to be separated from your brother mm-hmm. in a foster home. And Booth is just, he feels guilty, but he doesn't feel like he has an option. Yeah. And, and it works out. Yeah. So anyway, the answer is that the little boy mm-hmm. was, how was he convinced by the, the guy? Um, wait. Oh, so the guy, so it turns out it's the neighbor's husband, the neighbor who was talking to her when they gave the death notice. Yeah. Um, her husband was abusing both his son, presumably, and also charlie mm-hmm. and the reason that he was able to get away with it is he threatened sean that because when they he accidentally kills charlie he tells sean that he, sean will be blamed for it and, and he'll be taken away, away from margaret his mom so he stays quiet about it yeah and that's why he's so scared to say anything when yeah. Booth was initially questioning right. him. But I don't get why. Why did originally, when he was telling Sean to like bring Charlie to him out in the field back behind the mall, how did he convince him? To, was it just because like Sean just like trusted him and the guy was like, hey, just you and Charlie come hang out with me or something? I don't remember. I don't know if it was ever explained. I don't know that it was either, but he was not abusing Sean. Right. So Sean, I think, was more apt to trust him. So it was basically like, so at this point, they knew Sean had led Charlie out of the mall, but they didn't have footage to know what happened next. Right. And they know the boy's body was found behind the mall. So then they were asking, but then Angela did another simulation to figure out because the part (laughs) that was fucking horrifying. Yeah. The reason why it was important to know that he had brittle bone disease is because they were looking at the way that the bones had been fractured in his chest and ribs. Like his sternum and stuff. Yeah. They originally thought he had been like beaten to death with rocks in the field or something, but then they realized it was actually a compression fracture and that he had been like essentially like kneeled on. Sat on or something. Yeah. Like somebody had put their full body weight on him Mm -hmm. and they did the math because Angela wrote a program and a simulation. She put in various She said real world variables. Oh, excuse me. Yes. Yeah. I'm dumb. Um, what am I, Angela? You don't know the right kind of variables, Jax. <laughs> real world <laughs> the ones. The real world ones. Um, and she was like, okay, so in order to have been able to be heavy enough to crush his chest in this way, you had to be like 190, 190 pounds. pounds. Which none of these kids were. Yeah. So it had to be an adult. Right. And blah, so blah, blah. 
Wait, but then why did they think it was? Oh, because the other thing was that there was fluoride found. Yes. In Charlie's mouth, like yes. residue. Yes. And this guy works as a terminate, like a exterminator. <laughs> sorry. He's a terminator. He, yep. He works as a terminator. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been looking for, what's his name? John. John. John Connor. Connors. Yeah. <laughs> he also became a pedophile, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, he came back to our time from the future to kill John Connors. <laughs> uh-huh. He also, yes, was sexually assaulted. Became a children. horrible, horrible person. Um, he was an exterminator. Yes. Which apparently there's fluoride and exterminator yeah. stuff. But Although yeah. it was obviously, in my mind at least, I was like, wait, you automatically jump to him? Like, because they well, don't no, even Sean, Sean tells oh, right, Bones. He after whispers to Bones who the person okay. who did it. Okay, you're right. Yeah. He and so they, is so moved by what she said. Yes. Sean is moved by what Bones said. So he whispers to her who it was that killed Charlie. Right. And the way they're able to like confirm, confirm it is the fluoride yeah. in his So they know that they'll be able to like get a conviction or whatever. Right, right, right. Okay, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. This episode was better. Yeah. yeah. There is more logical aside from Angela's awfulness. Yes. And the algorithms and programs that would make her billionaire. Right. Um, it was like logical. The enhancing of the photo that wasn't in or the, oh, the footage God. that wasn't in hand. Anything involving technology was terrible, but the rest of it but was fine. That's just all the, the leg work and everything right. was good. We except on this show, there's going to be weird tech stuff. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, it was weird when. Um, you're right. The reactions in this episode were weird because when the man is arrested. The neighbor is arrested. The mom and the son are out there. Yeah. And the mom, she doesn't seem, you would think that learning that your husband is a rapist pedophile, you would be losing your fucking mind. Or you'd be like, what's going on? What are you doing? Why are you arresting him? Either you'd be defending because how could you ever believe that your husband could be this type of person? Or you'd be horrified and fucking angry and like trying to kill him. Yeah. Especially because they say that presumably he's probably also hurting his son. Right. Like, and then they show at the end her son comforting her and like she's crying into her son's arms like, no, no, no. He might have been raping your son. You comfort your son. He's like 16 years old. The reactions in this episode I barely were weird. registered that that was her husband because of the way that the fir- when, when they were initially arresting him, yeah. their reactions were so like, I mean, they were like shaking their heads being like, what's going on? But almost like in a bystander kind of way. Yes. Like they were just people on the you street who came were, out of their house. You would think they were their watching house. their neighbors like yeah, get arrested, they're like, not like, like, like her What's husband? going on? Yeah, Who's yeah, getting yeah. arrested? Oh, is it for that missing boy? And just kind of like shaking their head. Yeah. And then later I was like, oh, that was his family. That was his family. <laughs> yeah. You would think like the son would be like breaking down or right. something with like, like i have to tell you something yeah or, and the mom know, trying to anything. comfort him or something there could have been a range of reactions none of which Look, they had the people who live on this street <laughs> <laughs> they are a jaded lot <laughs> oh my god yeah um so that ends and you think that's going to be the end of the episode but nope. then uh the whole uh party that the Jeff- jeffersonian is having that comes up again. That fundraising donor party. Yes. Um, and Angela is convinced to stay at the Jeffersonian because of Dr. Goodman, who is kind of the head of their department. And she hugs him. And then Bones asks what's going on. Zach says, apparently all yep. Angela needed was to hear her job description in a deep African-American tone. Yep. Because while I was watching this, I was like, what? 
I don't know if this is right, guys. And then they address it, which is weird. I mean... But it was also kind of funny. I didn't know how to feel about that whole interaction. You know what a thing... Like, so in the beginning, I was like, oh, I get it. I get why yes, she's upset. Totally. I would feel the same way. Yeah. I wouldn't, again, describe myself as a good time girl, but I get why <laughs> this oh, is Oh, Zen, my out. buddy, the good time girl? <laughs> I, I that appreciate That is how I'll describe you from here on out. <laughs> you know to me, GTG. <laughs> get her That's off what that they bar. Call me. You know, she's always dancing up there, popping. I cannot stop doing shots. Nope. <laughs> shots, E, whatever. <gasps> Um, like so like at first I, I appreciate because like the initial conversation she has with Brendan is like you know I used to be an artist I used to do right. like whatever like and now I just like draw pictures of dead people like right. I, I it made so much totally. sense and then I think over the course of the episode every time they brought it up I was trying to be like okay we get it yeah. I don't know why I was getting impatient fair and then at the very end when she's has that interaction with Dr. Goodman and like he's somebody addresses like mm. like oh yeah you're thinking about leaving and she was like yeah well I mean like I just draw death masks. Yeah. I don't know why that made me so annoyed. I was like, all right. Relax. Yeah. Also, you're still doing, working, what you're doing is working toward a good thing, right. which is identifying That's people and help, like, getting justice for this them. This is something that I felt like made no sense for Angela's character because she is such a bleeding heart. Right. I expect her to feel and to struggle with the nature of the work, mm. but I don't expect her to minimize the importance of it. Right. Right? Because this whole time she's just like, I don't have... She said this at some point to... to temperance (laughs) 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 to temperance brennan Mm. like i don't have that same sense of justice as you i don't need to know that justice is done and i was like Like, that's fair too really yeah she's like that's not why i'm here i mean i remember saying that but like wouldn't you well i mean especially when you're such an empathetic person even if if something terrible happens i'd want them to i don't think that's so out of character per se either it's like okay i don't need you to do it because you need to put someone in jail but i expect you to do it because you know that work matters but she and it matters to their families right like because you're what you're doing is exactly what dr goodman says in his oh so special deep african-american voice which is like you're you know it's kind of giving them back a face. Right. You're helping the victims find some, or then the victims' families Kind of bring their peace. humanity back right. to it as opposed to just looking at bones yeah. and, and like the not details. Making it garish, you right? Yeah. You're like making it like them again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's what I would have expected to be the reason why she took the job to begin with. And apparently you're integral to the identification of them because we don't care about DNA. No <laughs> DNA, no dental records. We don't do any of that sciencey, you know, evidence-driven stuff. Nope. We just do the pictures and the clothes. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, no. So like, I just was surprised. I was just surprised that's that is what she needed to hear. Same. Because like, I assume that's why she took the job to begin with. You know, and like, is she involved in anything that isn't murder related? Well, right. Because based on the other episodes, it's like, it seems like 80% of the time they're just doing other shit, like identifying World War II soldier remains, right? Right. Right. They just do cases occasionally when they pop up. What is she doing? Yeah. So like, while I understand this is a bummer. Yeah. Like... I, I feel like, the, the, like if we really think about it, I feel like this is probably happening like once a month or something like that, maybe. Presumably, yeah. yeah. Also, maybe just take a couple days off. Yes. Don't just quit your job because you're an artist. You're not going to get a ton of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jax. I don't know if you've seen, though, the kind of computer programs that she can write. I mean, she could go work for Google and, like, again, I mean, she could take over Google. 
She, she could do a startup. She could just sell those programs to she the government. Would have to all the governments oh around God. the world and yes. have government contracts because she's constantly coming do up you with know goddamn the first algorithms. Thing I thought when she made that footage from the mall better, I was like, I bet you the Chinese government. Oh God! The world's most crazy, intense, and largest surveillance state. I bet they would buy that program in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, for billions of dollars. Yes. And they would use it to do all even worse shit than they already do. All like metropolitan yes. governments US would. government for sure. She should work for the D.O. fucking D for right? God's sakes. London, like London, I think has the most cameras in the world. Why is she trying to be an artist? Why? She should talk to us. I mean, look, we're also people who are doing things. Because then you could just do your art whenever you wanted all day long. Because you can just live on the one, just one of the algorithms yeah. or programs Sell you put one together. one of the 20 programs you've go. P.S. She's written all those programs again in the span of like five months. <laughs> she could be set Between for two life. days and a year. Yeah. Like, honestly, like at the rate that she's writing these crazy programs, she would have more money than she knew what to do with it. Oh, she yeah. just kept doing them. I don't know. Same, yeah. Agreed. Do do like a one month consultancy at like like Uber or Amazon or anything. Help them out. Write a be- help them write a better algorithm get six yeah, billion dollars be a consultant to governments yeah. for surveillance shit and identification yeah. you're you're good you're good I, mm-hmm. black market man she could well she wouldn't do that that's not angela style that's true she's a good time girl son <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good time the dark web so right i'm sorry that i said that um so they're all ready to go to this uh, uh party yes and bones looks amazing she does she looks really her pretty. dress was very of the, the of the double aughts her dress era was very prom yes but i was like it makes sense for it's this fine. time it's totally yeah. fine i hated her jewelry here though i thought it looked like cheap shitty claire's jewelry it was so fake and plasticky <laughs> i was mad i wasn't paying attention to the jewelry surprisingly because i was looking at the makeup in her face yes. and she looked amazing and, and like her hair makeup, looked good I was like, Ooh, nice yeah they everything both looked, looked great i also like angela's dress the red velvet thing i was like i like it totally yeah. missed it okay no problem sorry it was pretty okay i'll I go mean, back still again very like 2006 or 2005 or whatever it's, fucking year yeah. this is right now but it was good okay nice um zach is wearing a ridiculous like 80s oh prom my suit God, which is I, fine oh it fits with his character right and then hodgins gets a last minute out yep because booth booth makes up a fake case that he Mm -hmm. needs him to stay late for and seemingly hands him like a giant bag of lentils like it just doesn't look like it's (laughs) anything seriously look just like a bag of dirt yeah it's like great (laughs) i was like huh but it was nice that he like helped him out that was a nice and then angela piped up like yeah exactly that case so Mm -hmm. that dr goodman was like okay i guess you can stay behind and like he knows what's up but like fine and then dumb bones is like wait should i be working on this <laughs> which is something i would have done and be like wait what yeah. and not known what's happening Same. um but it's nice yeah but he yeah because hodgins was so clear like once everyone found out like angela and bones immediately talked about it yeah because they were all like what but well, then, no bones doesn't know or sorry sorry booth sorry yes. sorry yes and then when hodgins realizes that they now both know he's like you cannot tell brennan because that's all I've ever wanted is just have this normal job. I don't want her to know this thing about me. Yeah, which is nice. I yeah. get that. Which is, again, why I was all into Hodgins this episode. Because as you know, I can look past things like physical appearance. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still your type. He's a white blonde guy. Oh, yeah. And let he's me tell you something. He's a white skinny blonde nerd. But he's not 
that skin like he is ripped i'm telling I you i know that you keep look the, i at this point my <laughs> anticipation for seeing his body is like i can't even like i, I think when it I'm finally tempted comes to show you but i won't because i can't wait for you to see it i think when it finally happens i'm gonna lose my mind because like i the, hope i'm not building it up too much <laughs> i'm sure you're not because <laughs> i was like it, some guys are they just seem skinny and, and like no, totally normal, totally yeah. fine bodies on the outside with the clothes that they wear because they're not super tight. Yeah. Although his clothes aren't particularly like... No. At least his shirts and stuff aren't particularly like... He dresses pretty casual normal. Yeah. yeah. But like, I just was like, what? Because I thought he'd just be like a skinny whatever. Yeah. So the man, when he took his shirt off, I was just like, damn. Does he only do it once? No, a couple times. Really? Because he's sleeping with Angela. Oh! <gasps> It's when they start. That's sleep- right. It's when they start sleeping together because they're like sneaking around. When mm-hmm. does that happen? Oh, I feel like it's not for a couple, like, of, a couple like seasons? seasons. Season four, or something like that. Maybe three or four. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it takes a while for it that does, to happen because then they break up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, maybe I'll show you. A all right. Just uh, seventy-five episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just seventy episodes to go. <laughs> um, but like for real, I think that's um, Jack Hodgson's shirtless. Here we go. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I can't wait. Jax is googling shirtless <laughs> pictures of Hodgins to show me. I mean, I think like that's not. What <gasps> oh my god! That's not what you expect. No, he has huge pecs for his body. Yeah, because he looks like he's like what five? Oh my god, he looks like he really worked out for this. Yeah, like five seven, five eight, maybe. Ooh. But then they start putting him in like other stuff, and like here he's in a tank top. But like, come on, make this bigger. I need this <laughs> zoom in and hands. It's too late. So we get me an algorithm. Where's the angelator? I need some new world variables. <laughs> Where's the angelator when you need it? But like, see, like he's okay. What? That is not what you expect underneath that lab coat, man no i'm telling you oh my god wait did he get more buff though from season one to like whatever that is i have no idea because you never he's always got like a shirt but I mean, and a lab the, coat the, and stuff. how big his chest looks in that picture right i feel like you would notice it under his shirts and stuff now but i don't think like when he on the show when he you know is hooking up with angela and they have him back in his regular clothes which is 95 percent of the time he doesn't seem like he's that ripped oh my god i guess maybe he's just still slender enough that because if his clothes are a little loose and baggy then you just really can't see the overall shape yeah maybe it's just because his waist is so skinny or, or something or, uh, i don't it's just proportionally his pecs are huge and i can't get over it right now <laughs> it's just i just not what i thought was going to happen and right? he has like a mat like a major what is it, an eight pack going on or something like look at his pecs. and he's got a lot of chest hair too or no he oh oh a he little definitely bit waxed oh my god oh my god i can't handle it right now right hodgins man what and that's what his haircut and he looks amazing because he's okay you need to post the side-by-side booth shirtless and then hodgins shirtless oh i i happily will (laughs) you know me um well because here wait here's now i'm even more into him than i was already and you can see the v for booth oh my god wait i think hodgins has better muscle definition. I prefer Hodgins. No, I do too. Because especially because he like uh, Booth like clearly waxes and stuff, and that's not my jam. Well, but and so Hodgins seems a little I mean, more. It looks like in a couple of these screenshots that we're looking at, he's left a little like 
like a little bit of hair. So sometimes who Booth? No, 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 Hodgins. Hodg- yeah, which I like. It's I mean, like but he's, more he's normal. not like got a super hairy chest, right? But, like right. it's you see something. It's normal. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I just. Who knew? Who knew? Um, I'm glad you didn't have to wait all those seasons. Oh my god, I forgot he cut his hair like that. What like this? No, but also like in that picture on the side Here, where it's like short? super short. Or see, that's what I like. Really? Yes. I mean, I don't think he looks bad by any means, but I, I, I don't, don't like it like this where it's just curly and formless. I, I think I like the longer curly hair. Of course you do. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I like sloppy men. <laughs> oh my God. But okay. Yeah. So at the end, everyone looks pretty good. Uh huh. And then um, when Booth is asking Bones, because when she's talking to Sean, she promises him that Booth will make sure that he gets back with Margaret because Sean is scared yeah. that he's going to end up with some shitty family. Yeah. Um, and like separated from his brother. If he said, I'm afraid of going to a shitty family. <laughs> um, yes. And separated from his brother. And so she basically looks at Booth and is like that. It's not going to happen because I have a friend who will make sure that doesn't happen, even though there's no reason that he will be able to keep that promise. Right. Um, and so when he asks her why she knew that, he would not let her down. Oh, God, yeah, this is weird. She says, it's because you want to go to heaven. And he says, but you don't believe in heaven. And she says, but you do. And then there's like a wry smile and they walk away. But you know what's really weird, too? It wasn't even just like, you're, and you would do this because you want you you want to go to heaven. That, which, it was, it was like, you wouldn't make a liar out of me because right. you want to go to heaven. So it's right. not even about him knowing it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And because he wants to go to heaven, he's doing it. It's because he doesn't want to make her a liar. But and really, like, it's just because he's a good guy who empathizes with this kid and yeah. wants to help him. Doesn't that make more sense for it to just be and like he wants something to do a good he thing. knows is right? Yeah, he knows is right. And he wants to do It's also a good thing for his friend. Yeah. Like, it, it has nothing to do with his religious beliefs it has nothing to do with him making a liar i was so confused like is it so important is one of the things like 10 commandments to not make a liar out of your friends like i was so lost yeah i don't know i don't know what they were trying to say really than just show that they like understand each other i guess oh was that what that was it was like the knowing smile at the end of like we get each other we're on each other's same page now ish. i guess strengthening the partnership if you will i don't know it, it was weird and it just didn't really fit with the rest of the episode no because they don't i don't know if they ever do i can't recall if they ever tackle faith in a later episode but like oh they talk about it a decent amount oh they do yeah because oh, she's just like why 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 <laughs> why you idiot like, why why do you think this why this. yeah so yeah oh that's so funny okay so i guess this is the beginning of that then it's one of many times, especially like it just comes up here and there when it has to do with, the, you know, with the case or whatever. You know, Bones, the TV show, doesn't shy away from the big topics, no matter how campy and it hokey doesn't. they are when they address those things and try to like write about those topics yeah it does not shy away it doesn't really handle them well no but it does not shy away it doesn't really seem to have an opinion about them either it just it tries the things to ride the line between the two of them yeah um and honestly like uh there's no reason to necessarily judge either way no which is fine yeah and when they talk about it 
basically it's Booth's just like, just let me have this. And she just kind of won't let it go a little bit. But God, she sounds it so stays relatively moderate, which I don't know if because it's on Fox, they have to ride a line a little bit. But I mean, I guess, I mean, it's, it's not, not, the, it's like it's it's not the point News, of the show, but like, probably yeah. to like to talk about whether God is real. <laughs> <laughs> they really like to tackle atheism on the show. Yeah. Um, well, OK, so but, you know, another great episode in the bag. I think we both seem to have found it to be one of the better one ones of the, better, of the five so yes, far. A little less far fetched in yeah. like, the way they go about it and everything like a easier more straightforward plot to yes. understand and follow yes. for the most part mm-hmm. Tally, not asking not acting so weird <laughs> just yes. being so them yeah like being so intensely that yeah. way um yeah so final tally was mm-hmm. for bones was three okay so pretty low yeah um final tally for booth could either be zero or negative one if you want to count him fixing that fixing controller that. <laughs> really impressed by that I was confused because I was like, I couldn't do that. And I know that that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but I guess it's like the way that he is made out to be such a dunce for most of the show. I was just like, huh? Okay, fine. Anyway, and total number of necklaces, four. Oh, wow. Okay. For 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 bones. Brennan. I mean, look, at this point, there's no reason to ta- count those anymore. I think she just wears a new necklace every day is what I've realized. I mean... Well, because at a certain point, I feel like they take her out of the chunky necklaces. Oh, do they? Maybe it'll just have to be like a big necklace count, like when it's big. Yeah. Like weighing down her neck big. Which so far has been all of them. Yes. Up till this. This episode's, again, this episode's necklaces I liked for the most part. Look, this is all relative jacks, okay? You're, In comparison to the other <laughs> shit she's worn. Compared to that were like literal soccer balls <laughs> hanging off her fucking neck or little bowling balls. Like this was like normal everyday jewelry appropriate for the office and for the work that she does okay all right i thought of other two other celebrities while i was sitting on the train oh yeah um one of them is henry cavill oh yeah very handsome kind of booth-esque in that he's just like a big dude Mm -hmm. very Um, classically handsome obviously he's playing clark kent i will say and he's got a good american accent Mm -hmm. um he sounds even better when he's doing his british accent I don't feel like he's fun, though. Like, in interviews, he seems stiff. Or is that just he his Britishness? He seems okay. Okay. But I worry that there's an underlying creep there. Oh, my God, yes. Because he dated, like, a 19-year-old. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, when, a couple years ago. When he was... What, how old is he? Like, 37 or something? Uh, let's look. So, like, I worry about that. That's so. like Michael Fassbender, who I think is so fucking hot who like in my mind is like really up there with like really hot mm-hmm. and then <laughs> in my mind is up there with really hot what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean what do, what I, do I go mean? along with what it? am i saying but i he, like you know we were talking about like people who just like make you feel heat in your loins <laughs> michael fassbender really does did that for me okay and then i find out that he used to date um what's lisa bonnet's daughter's name again something kravitz zoe kravitz. Oh, zoe kravitz yeah he when he was like 44 dated her and she was like again like 19 or something i mean okay so henry cavill's 36 okay and it was a couple years ago okay yeah so imagine if i dated a 19 year old no thank you also, the idea of being around a 19-year-old boy makes me well, want to die. we'd all hang ourselves. But... Yeah. <laughs> so but no, seriously, Fassbender. he was like genuinely in his 40s, I think, and he dated her. Well, she might have been like 18 or something. Like, he it was, was 42. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was late 30s, so maybe. Zoe Kravitz is 
31. Shut the... No, she's not. Yes, she Joy, is. Zoe Kravitz? Mm-hmm. Then it wasn't her. It must have been someone else that I was thinking of. Because I remember Googling it and being like, what? No, I think you're right. Because when I Wait, started... Wait, who else is he dating? Michael? Is it the other girl? The white girl? Sorry, the girl who's been in everything? Ex Machina? Now? No, they're married. What? Alyssa Vikander. Vikander, yes. Wait, how old is she? Isn't she super young? I... Did I... <laughs> No, he dated like a 19-year-old well, let me look, point. go to abcnews.com where <laughs> they have an article that just says, women Michael Fassbender has dated. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank God for the internet. He, what? So this was from 2014. Wait, Zoe Kravitz is 30-something? 31. Shut the fuck up. I thought yes. she was like five. Um, let me see who, get, just get to the point of who. Come on, ABC News. Okay, so he dated her, it's Zoe Kravitz. From 2010 to 2011, which means she was, she was like 22 20. and he was like 32 30. or 33. Okay, so that's not the worst. Not the worst, but also... Ugh. I mean, it's young in that like, what would you even talk... Well, who yeah. Um, He dated Nicole Bahari. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know. I think they were... You know what? Maybe I was wrong. You know, I had moved him out of... Just a bunch of models, basically, who were significantly younger than him. Maybe but I made a mistake, and he's he not the creeper creeper I thought he was. Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Well, he also, when he was a while ago, uh, there, he was arrested but never charged with like a domestic dispute type thing where he what? supposedly like, threw his girlfriend out of the car. Oh. So there's that. She ended up like dropping the charges, I think. But I mean, for that kind of thing, I don't care if the charges were dropped or not. Yeah. The fact that it's known that he did that, we're done. Yeah. Like anybody who is in who's that out of control with their temper. With their temper. And I can kind of see it. Yeah, no, for sure. But that's also why I liked him because you have that something there. But, but that something it, is vi- domestic violence. Right. But I, yeah, well, so, so I didn't know, okay? <laughs> I didn't know that the thing that I was picking up on and apparently sexually attracted to <laughs> was domestic violence. But now I'm not into I mean, this anymore. Hopefully that isn't true, but that is what I've read and they've been able to keep that quiet. I believe it. Uh, Michael Fassbender. That, I feel like that's such a random story to make up. Oh, yeah, I don't, um, domestic dispute. Um, Look, are any, are any men, are any, well, this is going to sound probably pretty sexist, but I was going to be like, is any famous person, let's Mm. say, who has been famous for that long and at that magnitude, I can only assume it makes you a person that is so constantly indulged and like emotionally coddled that unless you get what you're one of those people that gets famous when you're 40, like very late in your maturity that I I just can only assume it makes you erratic and like impulsive and like crazy like this. Like when they, when they, when those stories came out about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and everyone was like, no, not Johnny Depp. Cause that wasn't his image at the time. But I was like, Johnny Depp has been famous since he was like 16. He's known to have abused a lot of drugs and alcohol over his lifetime. Like he's not known to be a well-balanced, stable person. Like, do you find it shocking that in, at this point of his life, when things are actually also going a little downhill, yeah. that he might lash out at his wife? Like, mm-hmm. that's not weird. I don't know. Um... It says, so, um, his ex-girlfriend, Sunawin Andrews. Okay. Um, documents obtained 
by, I mean, this is all speculation, so this is not me accusing him of anything. This is just what this says. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, disclaimer, disclaimer. disclaimer. (laughs) She was an actress and model who claims that um, one time she found him and she was drunk and passed out in urine, which is gross. And that when she tried to wake him up, he allegedly threw her over a chair and broke her nose. Oh. And then the same woman said that um, they had a fight while... He was driving them home, okay. and he was driving erratically, and when she tried to get out and take the keys, he put the car in drive, and she was dragged by the vehicle. So. Doesn't sound good. Yes. A friend of hers who was there that evening said, I knew they had a fight, but he didn't witness anything, and when he got to the house, they were not fighting anymore. So... He didn't look if she had drag marks on her body. He didn't look if she had the injuries of a twisted left ankle, a blown out left kneecap, and a busted ovarian cyst, according to this, and lots of internal bleeding, according to this woman. Wow. So, it's a checkered past, to say the least. If, I, I, those things are very specific. Yes. So, even if not those exact things happened, it sounded like they did not have yeah. a good relationship. And right. it could be... Even if it was blown out of proportion or whatever. Yes. Anyway, not stable. Yes. And it would make me reluctant to, you know, when he would ask me out to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're off the table for us now, Michael yeah. Fassbender. Okay, no, I agree. That's not acceptable. So, no. it's not great. Have you seen Shane? I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I find him so hot. <laughs> Uh, does it bother me that he wanted to fuck his sister? No. I'm totally fine with it. Or more to the point, I think his sister wanted to fuck him. But, yeah. Um, sometimes I'm attracted to him. Sometimes I'm not. Because he's also very pale and he's very skinny. And that's not my jam. I think that's very accurate. No, I think I'm actually the same way. But like when I am feeling whatever he's in or whatever role he might be doing, mm. I'm just like. He can also Ooh. be pretty charming and stuff. So like, you know. Yeah. When he's not uh, messing up. Scorpion. I mean, like when he played that droid in Prometheus. No, I wasn't into that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, Edgar Ramirez. I think he's terribly handsome. Edgar Ramirez. Gonna have to Google he's that one. He's been in a lot of stuff. I'm not sure if he's straight or not. He's not... I don't think he's ever really commented on it. I have a feeling that he might be gay. Not that huh. it matters. But he's terribly handsome, and he happens to have very nice blue eyes. Just saying. <gasps> and I love him. Ooh. Right. Wait, what do I know him from? He was in um, that. I think he was in the movie Joy. I think he played. Oh, I did not watch that. I think me neither. I think he played Jennifer Lawrence's husband. Um, he's been in a ton of stuff, and he's terribly handsome. Um, oh, that reminds me because I'm googling pictures of Edgar Ramirez, and mm-hmm. then I saw a picture of Sebastian Stan pop up. Oh, yeah, swoops into Sebastian Stan's face. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a little short. Uh, yeah, he strikes me as being like five. I mean, he's not. No, I shouldn't say that. He's like f- probably five nine or something. Oh, really? Oh, in which case, or maybe five eight? I don't know. Okay, it's maybe hard it's to just tell. You're so used to seeing him in, like on a red carpet with other really large dudes oh, in Avengers. Yeah. And then... And Robert Downey Jr. plays lifts, so it's hard... Or wears lifts, so it's hard to tell. He does? Wait, how do you know that? Is that a thing Um, that's A, I've been told, and B, when I was told, I looked and like, oh, yeah. Have you ever noticed that in all his movies, like in all Iron Man stuff, his his jeans are always like flares? (laughs) 
No, because you don't know his clothes as much as I do on men. So his, if you'll, wait, uh, he's wearing flared his jeans. jeans? Like his jeans flare out the bottom. It's because he's wearing lifts. Wait, why does that have anything to do with wearing lifts? To get over his shoes. I will. Wait, what? I thought lifts were something you like an insert you put into the bottom of your shoes. His shoes are enormous. Oh, because they look weirdly disproportionately large because of the fact that he's wearing lifts. So you have to use the pants to cover up the fact that they're enormous. Yeah. Oh my God! The, oh God! I mean, that's fine. Do you think he wears them because he wants to wear them, or do you think they made him wear them so that he didn't look short compared to the other people? I don't know if it's a combination of his ego or what. Um, because they, I was rewatching uh, Avengers Endgame recently. Yeah, and he's talking to Captain America, and they're the same height. And I'm pretty sure Chris Evans is probably at least like five ten, if not six feet tall. And Robert Downey Jr. is the same height as him. <gasps> and I think that's fucking hilarious because there's no way. I think he's probably five seven or five eight in real life. I. I'm you know what? That's fine. I don't know why my initial reaction to that kind of thing is always like, oh, that's unattractive. But the reality of the situation is if I was an actress and I was working in Hollywood and I was constantly being scrutinized for my appearance and something that I felt self-conscious about mm-hmm. that I knew other people were talking about was that I was like really short or something. Mm-hmm. I would probably always wear heels, even though I find them so uncomfortable and I hate them because I would want to not feel bad about it. So it's like, I get it. That's okay. I he mean, seems, I mean, he still seems like manic as a personality, <laughs> but like, yes. yeah, I can, I get it. I mean, but he's, plays so confident that you want to be like are you just just become it's okay to be short just be or is it also super confident to just wear lifts if you want to wear them and not feel embarrassed about it i mean maybe i don't know that he's ever commented on it and there's not a lot of um um i will show you a picture i don't know if that's a good example but i will get a still and send it to you. Oh my God, you're right. That looks like those women's like sneakers <laughs> that have like the heel the in the heel back. In yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. And that's he. So he has to like you buy don't see all a lot of shoes. Yeah, you don't see a lot of glimpses of his feet in like various basically Marvel movies because that's what he's done the most lately. Um, but when you do, you, it's noticeably visible. God bless him. Um. Well, I guess I have to rewatch all the Marvel movies again. <laughs> check out for check for flared pants. Yeah, they always you just see it a little bit, and That's then if you so happen to get a glimpse of the shoes, you're like, oh, That's shorty. so unattractive on a man. Flared pants. I know. It's That's not so. Great. Why not just like I don't know? Can, can you not edit it with the C, the technology we have today with all the incredible CGI that they can do? Can they not just like edit the shape of his shoes so that it looks more prom- proportional? Just be shorter. Short guys can be powerful too. And it's not like he's known for being strong. He's known for being smart. Yeah, but even if you were going to do it, it seems like there's an easier way to cover it up than wearing flared pants, for God's sake. Is that for real? Next time I watch something, which will probably be tonight, um, I'll send you a picture. Just go in there and fix the top part of the shoe line so that it doesn't look like weird and clunky. Um... I don't know, man. seems like there's a better way. I do find him attractive, though. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, but again, seeing him do interviews in real life, I'm like, you seem exhausting. Oh, uh, yes. He, yeah. 
He definitely gives off that like ADHD. I need to be the center of attention. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was probably offensive. (laughs) No. Well, I don't. Well, what I was going to say is that, but also the definitely the attention grabbiness, but also he's a known addict. Right. And I do think that's sort of a thing that can happen with addicts who are sober is that they that energy kind of doesn't have a place to go. go. And so it can. Or maybe this is just something that is, maybe they're two correlated mm-hmm. conditions. I have no idea. But like, I think one of those things can be that you are like super, just like spazzy, like crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe, or maybe it's just his personality. Or maybe it's just him. Right. You can't I really discount seen, any of these things. Yeah. I have seen um, interviews <laughs> with him where he's pretty relaxed but i do he does give me the vibe of someone who enjoys being the center of attention yes. when he walks into a room always yeah for sure and which is a tiresome i mean and like like he has said before that he like first started doing drugs and he was like nine yeah, or yeah. whatever so it's like he i'm sure a lot like of someone themes. who has to be on a yes. lot and that is very tiresome yeah yep but maybe that's because he's in an interview and he's nervous maybe maybe in real life he's just chill jacks and I, he would just have a lot of quiet yeah. nights in I mean that's cool. I'm cool. He's got all that Iron Man money. All the Whenever Marvel you cash. See these instances of quote unquote normal people marrying movie stars like that, mm-hmm. like because like he married like some movie producer, right? Which, which is still obviously in the industry. But mm-hmm. I always wonder like, how does that dynamic work? Because mm-hmm. like, I assume she's normal, but that you can't know for sure because mm-hmm. there's crazy people hidden everywhere. I right. guess, but um, I don't know. I'm just like, isn't I mean, that that's so tiresome. Seems- it seems like a decent because she is in the industry and she was before and she is even more so now at least she understands it a like bit better than like to work if you were just like a nurse it. or something who yeah. has no connection whatsoever yeah so it might be a decent balance but she's not someone who needs the limelight like he does so she yeah. won't overshadow him at all that's you know, there's true there's no threat there that's true too um, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah i don't know like i think like benedict cumberbatch married a normal lady and like Eddie Redmayne and stuff like I don't know but they also don't seem like they need the limelight as much yeah Yeah. who knows well I wish I could find out for you marry a famous man we'll (laughs) come back and let you know (laughs) listeners exactly what it's like we'll give you a peek into our luxurious worlds oh I can't wait Uh, it'll be like winning the lotto (laughs) it's gonna be great it you'll, is going to be great. You'll have a sweet one-bedroom apartment or two-bedroom with your Peloton. Yep. <laughs> It'll be so good. <laughs> I'll have really on-point nails all the oh, time. They're going to look great. Yep. I'm going to spring for the gel every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was someone else. Oh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah. Did I, and also, did I mention Michael B. Jordan? You did, I think, before. Okay. <laughs> and I was just, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. get it. No, I mean, I do get it. I, I obviously he's objectively good looking, but I just, yeah, I don't get the vibe from him. What vibe? Oh, he doesn't turn, heat your yeah. loins up? Yes, exactly. Oh, There's okay. no loin warmth okay. for him. That's fair. I get it. I'm trying to think who else. And that's good because he's mine. I'm going to marry him. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyone else? Anyone else? You know what made me laugh a little bit? Hmm. So this weekend I happened to watch it chapter two because mm. I'd been wanting to see it for a while. Yeah, and that Bill. guy who was in Beauty and the Beast, who played the Beast, is in that movie. And I was reminded of how I do find him very attractive. Wait, Beauty and do the I find Beast? him to be a good actor? Not really. But 
I, th- I it, like that. You said that was a TV show, right? Yes. That, is that what you're talking about? The TV show where the, <laughs> I talked about it on that time, I guess, on a different <laughs> report. Uh, yeah. He's a Wait, medical. He's an guy's? army experiment gone wrong. What is this guy's name? I can't life? remember. Oh, come on. If you so. Google like Beauty and the Beast, like, I don't know, CW. It's a police procedural? Yeah, it is. Because the beauty, AA, AKA Kristen Kroik's character, she's a oh, detective. Boy. Um, is it Jay Ryan? Let me see. Why doesn't anyone just call him Beast? God. Well, because he's what? It, like, is he the? Act- I'm confused. Oh my god! I googled Beauty and the Beast cast, and I just got the literal live action Beauty and the Beast cast. But, so what is? What is the Beast part of him? Is oh he, yeah, Jay Ryan. Is yeah, is he actually a Beast? Yes, yes. He because of the experimental shit he was given to uh-huh. like genetically engineer him to be a super soldier uh-huh. he can basically beast out and become like super fast super strong like his eyes turn his yellow yeah his, okay, his so face gets a little scarier okay it's like he's handsome. not all the way there but like sort of like buffy the vampire style when people would become <laughs> the vampire face it's like okay. not like that so dramatically it's like gotcha. a little bit of it okay interesting he kind of looks like a uh, more like uh, I don't know. What I'm li- he kind of looks like Nicholas Holt, like a manlier version of Nicholas kind of, Holt. Yeah, because Nicholas Holt kind of has like a babier baby face yeah. a little bit, and like his but, frame is and more I think like he's adorable. Oh yes, actually for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on board with Nicholas Holt. Yeah, I mean he's tall and pasty and lanky, so not 100 percent my type. Oh my god, but <laughs> he's very cute, and I would not say no to that. Did I ever mention also James McAvoy? Oh, yeah. He's cute. I like him so much. Mm. And also, I know I had talked about Alex Skarsgård before, but just seeing it reminded me that I also think Bill Skarsgård is cute in a really yeah, different, same. But, but still cute way. Agreed. I'll, I'll, I'll take the whole Skarsgård fam. I like that you said Alex as if you know Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> you know Alex. All his friends call him Alex. I mean, we like text and stuff. <laughs> So, yes, we are, yeah. He he likes to go by Alex, just FYI. Okay. Um, I was trying to think of another hypothetical question to ask you. Ooh. Just because I find... You're so good with these. I got to be next... I got to think about some for you next time. I was just going to think of like a... Actually, I did have a hypothetical question. Give it to me. Out of all They're of my these favorite. people that we've talked about over the last couple episodes, yes. just like about people we think are hot and in what ways and yes. why and dirty hot or whatever. Dirty <laughs> hot? <laughs> Yeah, that's a word. That's a phrase. What does that mean? You know, the heat in the loins, the dirty oh, hot thing. Oh, Remember okay. how we were talking about how um, Tom Holland is cute, yes. but you don't want to have sex with him because it I mean, be, I do. he's too pristine. Very much so. <laughs> I don't know what conversation I that was. I personally don't want to have sex with him because it would feel like having sex with a 14-year-old boy or something. Oh, God. Ugh. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin that for you. But like, I was like, Taryn... Egerton right. or whatever he's has like a, a similar vibe but right. him feels he like, feels more manly yeah there's like yeah. a grittiness to him that I'm like it's right. okay to have sex with him agreed because all of these men are options for me <laughs> obviously <laughs> me by too. the way yeah um Tom Holland's always texting me I mean oh my god you're trying to we're beating them off of the like stick you up <laughs> Tom I'm trying to sleep come on I'll call you in the morning oh my god so needy yeah. um but uh of all the people that we've talked about mm. 
if you could literally tomorrow marry one of them, who would it be? So you have to balance what you think their personalities right. actually are. Which is what I'm constantly doing. Okay, good. No joke. Because I feel like then you're really ready for this question. Uh, oh, Jason Mazzucas. I, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I yes. also, I love Richard Iowati. I worry that right. he might be too much of an indoor kid for me, but I adore him. Okay. And his personality, and he's so fucking funny. Okay. Um, it was between him, Taika Waititi, and Jason Manzoukas. Taika seems like he, uh, he almost gives me Robert Downey Jr. vibes in that I think he can be a little... Who, Taika? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Taika, our buddy, Taika. <laughs> uh i don't know like maybe he's a little too silly but maybe not because i like his silliness yeah but i think realistically because this is where we're at yes realistically it would be jason manzucas no i totally agree and you know what i think it is it's partially because for a lot of the people that we're talking about it's sort of an unknown we don't you they don't have enough like interview or whatever stuff to like look at it and be like oh am i they do and i watch a lot of them oh Okay, I personally, in my mind, have a black hole for a lot of them because I don't really know what I think they would be like in you real life. You know what? Life. It'd be Jason Mazzucas or Michael B. Jordan because I have watched a lot of interviews with him and he seems genuinely very sweet okay. and smart and kind of a nerd. But Mazzucas has the added bonus of, like, obviously we both listen to How Did This Get mm-hmm. Made? So, mm-hmm. like, we're listening to hours and hours of him just talking. Right, so as an actual person. you yeah. actually know right. more what he would be like and we like him. Right. So, I think that's what helps there, too. Same. Because... I mean, I don't know what I think Alexander Skarsgård is like. He seems great. I mean, I have no idea. He, I can't tell if I, I think he has a lots. sense of humor. I can't tell if I think he would have any interesting thing to talk about at I all. I can tell you because oh I watched God. lots of interviews Please with Please tell him. me. He loves Stephen Colbert. Wait, based on your assessment yes. of me, Ooh. who do you think I should marry about the people we talked about? Oh, boy. And having seen hours and hours of interview footage of all of these people so that you <laughs> Wait, can actually so can you generate me, some sort of opinion. Can you give me a list of like five guys? Oh my God, you're asking top? so much of me. I'm to, sorry. Five guys. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just any of the ones we've talked okay. about. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. You all right. You can do it. If right. you want to take a minute, I can As we just this. discussed, Michael okay. Fassbender's off the table. Yes. I'm not marrying that psycho. <laughs> okay. And obviously, Jason's off the table for me because you're taking it. I appreciate it. You guys are married. Okay. I'll say Oscar Isaacs. Isaac. I got to get again. his name right if you're going to marry him. He I will learn it, it before the wedding. I swear to God, before we sign the marriage <laughs> license, I will remember his name. Before I call like the bank and I get my name changed legally, I'll make okay. sure I know. Um, wouldn't it be Zen hilarious Isaac. if somebody got married like to somebody that. and like misspelled their name and the name <laughs> changed? Okay, anyway. I, um, had, I had an ex who I had gotten back together with after like a year or two. Ooh, and what's that like? I've never done one of those. It was fine. Oh, okay. We both grew up a little bit in between, so oh, it was good. good. Um, and his name is Steve. And for a minute, just for a second, I couldn't remember if he spelled it with a PH or a V. Uh-huh. And he was just like, you don't remember how to spell my name? <laughs> And I was like, I'm sorry. Oh, get over yourself. Oh, come on. Sorry, Steve. You haven't thought about him for like a couple years. You're getting back into it. Is that the most important thing in your mind? No. I don't know. It's a V. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> anyway, just for record keeping sake, it's yep, a V. It's a V. Um, okay. So Oscar Isaac. Yep. Okay. Um, oh, God. 
So you also included, you named like Sebastian Stan. Oh, I'll put Sebastian Stan in there. Alexander Skarsgård. No, I'm going to self-select that guy out because I can't imagine marrying that man. Oh, Is that a mistake? I think he seems great. Oh, oh God. Now I'm feeling, okay. Uh, Who else have you talked about? Um, We talked about Jason Momoa. So I'll put him in there. I'll put him in the mix. Uh Um, I'll put Tara Negra in the mix all right uh, you know what you seem to really be rooting for alexander skarsgård so i'm gonna gonna put him in i'll put in alexander skarsgård so alex oscar taryn uh sebastian stan and jason momoa okay i'm i honestly don't think i could marry jason momoa just because i he seems like a lot. He seems like a dog in a good way. He seems like a go- I, I would feel like I was married to a golden retriever and I just had to take him out and let him run around every, every day for a couple hours to tire himself out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. I like his positive attitude. Do yeah. I think he's right for you, me knowing <laughs> you very well? No. I don't. No, excuse me, knowing us both very well. Yes. Knowing both Jason Momo and me very well. Okay? <laughs> So based on that, you know, not a good match. I don't think Sebastian Stan. Um, something very serious in real life. He right? seems kind of serious, and something. This is totally unfounded. I'm sure he's a great guy, Ooh. but something about him makes me be like, "Do you cheat on ladies?" <gasps> something about his face. You just he's think just, he's a cheater. He seems a little slick. I don't know. He totally could be the most loyal, wonderful human being on the planet. I, this is just my dumbass opinion. But I don't know. Something about him, just I don't entirely trust him. And he also, I, he doesn't seem like he has the best sense of humor in the world. And this is I mean, yeah, I agree. important to both of us. Like, a little more serious. Yeah. Um, Taron Egerton. Ooh, you hate him. I don't you hate him. You didn't react well when I brought him up before either. You're like, yeah, he's good looking. But he is good looking. Oh my god, what's wrong with him? No, what you do know you what? know that I don't. Know? I don't. I feel like he reminds me of a lot of like very attractive, like the most popular guy in school type of thing. Oh. And I feel like that is off putting to me, like because it's not like those guys were ever into me. Um, Just like never so. had it hard or something. So like. He's very good looking, charming. Just yeah, maybe just floats earth. through life. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. necessarily. And as we all know, I'm, I'm very pragmatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, he seems like perfectly fine, but like, eh. I would, I honestly, I'd go for Alex. Oh my God. Wait, what about Oscar? Oscar, he seems, he, I recently did watch something with him. And it was him and Pedro Pascal, and it was actually really funny between oh, the two I of love them. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal seems great, um, but I think Alexander Skarsgård. A, a, he's totally your type. He's tall, gangly, blonde guy. Um, <laughs> he seems very like smart and sensitive in interviews, oh. and like empathetic to the struggles of women. I literally don't think I've ever seen him in an interview ever. He loves Stephen Colbert. Oh. And um, so do I. he went on to his show and was like genuinely really enthusiastic and sweet oh. about it. And I was just like, oh, he seems like an, and he seems to have a good sense of humor. Like his first, um, <laughs> the first movie he ever did was Zoolander where he plays one of the dumb models. Are you serious? Uh-huh. That was his first movie? That was his first movie. Oh, I love that. Um, he seems great. And I think you guys would be great together. Wow. Yeah. And he was in the Swedish army. Oh. <gasps> Really? Mm. So he can handle a gun? Yeah. That's important to me because apparently I care about that. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's we talked plus. about the lizard brain. They, he can protect you. Yeah. He's super tall. 
he can protect you. He's got the skills because he's. I think he's in like a fairly like semi elite kind of what? Yeah, where they like he was talking because he was talking about it because he was when he was on Stephen Colbert because one of the part I'm of the go uni- home and watch these immediately. Part of the interview was him talking about that and he brought on the hat that they wear and it's just like one of those like mid nineties like fisherman hats but it's camo and it's like not cool in any way. Wait, can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Is the Swedish military even real though? Yeah. No, no, I don't mean, like, real, like, do they exist mm. in the physical plane. I mean, like, are they, like, an elite fighting force? I think every, like, major country has. Yeah, but Sweden doesn't do wars. I mean, I think they're ready for shit. And the he, country's, he talks like, about a how blip, right? He, wow, okay, Sorry. apparently you're not going to marry him. How dare you? Oh, I guess I just have a very U.S.-centric worldview. <laughs> Then a known isolationist. <laughs> um, Close those borders. <laughs> um, he talked about how they kind of like got dropped in the woods and have to just like survive. <gasps> oh, I'm and, so into this now. Right? Yeah, take me camping, dude. <laughs> take me camping. So, and bring like, a gun. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think he makes pretty interesting wow. choices in terms of his movies and stuff so you don't have to go sit in a shitty movie you know i had totally written him off in my mind i mean obviously while still appreciating his hot bod mm-hmm. but like as a personality mm-hmm. i'd kind of written him off yeah okay he you talked about how terrible it was having to do tarzan because of how he was so food deprived and shit <laughs> i mean his body looked amazing it fucking looks incredible yeah so uh yeah let's have a double date yes you and Alex and me and Jason will be great. I think we'd have a good time. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's so fun. That's the last thing I would have expected. Who do you think you would have picked? I don't know because I don't know anything about these people. Oh, same. Like, I haven't watched. I don't think I've seen many interviews for any of them. Stop having a life and start watching interviews. No, I just choose to watch Beauty and the Beast and, you know, <laughs> Vampire Diaries. That's the problem. Have you started watching The Wars? No, but I saw it on Netflix and Ooh, I, it was really girl. hard. I literally was like, should I just watch one episode and see where this goes? You have. I guess I was like, oh, she'll probably have the whole series watched by the I was end like, of the I don't have time right now to get myself into another binge watching hole, though. That's the thing. If I watch one episode of that show and it, it isn't like unwatchable i will just watch the whole thing i mean that's what you can do over christmas okay yeah you're right maybe i'll save it i'll start it on christmas eve and then four days later i'll come out of my apartment with circles (laughs) under my eyes and like just like dried pizza sauce on my shirt and i'll just be like i've seen it all okay um no i guess i just thought (laughs) you come out of there looking like the unabomber (laughs) oh god zen honestly i didn't think I would have thought, who are the people I said again? Uh, <laughs> Oscar Isaac, Taryn. Oh, I would have thought like Sebastian Stan or something. Even okay. though I think he's too serious, yeah. over serious. Hmm. I just assumed everyone else was not a good match for me. <laughs> I am both your life coach and your matchmaker. I love it. You know, I used to also think Tom Hiddleston was really cute until, until he, he dated, dated Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yep. yep. And that's when I knew there's something dumb oh, in there. Oh, you're unhinged. I mean, I mean, look. To I be fair, she's gorgeous. We've all dated someone that we regret, too. That's the other thing. Yes. But it was just so, it was something that you would expect from, she was like in her mid-20s when that happened. Yes. Which, of course, someone in their mid-20s does that. Yes. You're unhinged. Right. But he was in his like 30s early to mid-30s. Like, right. You should know better than that. Correct. To be meeting your mom on like date number three or some shit. And the thing is too, it's like, I'm sure this was 
because she has always been so public about that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It was even weirder that he was also like publicly out there. Like they were holding hands, constantly being photographed within mm-hmm. like two seconds of starting dating. Yeah. Like it was not even a secret for a second. And they clearly weren't trying to make it a secret. Mm-hmm. And so that seemed odd to me because it's like, it's one thing if you're going to date someone. And she was pretty secretive to, about her relationship until then. And she has been since then. It was just that but one. She's never really been that secretive about it. She's you now see them. super secretive now. She but did, like, you didn't see her in public that much with other dudes she had dated as she did yeah, with him. Yeah, but you always knew who she was dating and because yeah. she, she always wrote songs about them. So it was like never like an, un, like you know going in if you're going to date Taylor Swift, people are going to know about it, yeah. I guess. But that's the thing. It was so publicly out there like crazy. It was like, to be what fair, happened here? And I feel the same way, but also like they did not do themselves any favors by being public about it at all. Yeah. And then paparazzi because he was coming up and it was a big deal at that point yeah like they fucking swarmed their place and they definitely put pictures out there that they shouldn't have had because it was on like her you know better home and stuff oh i didn't know that so like it it fed the machine and then like the machine took over yeah so like i to a certain degree. But that seems so dumb, too, because I was like, you should know better. You're 30... So, I mean, I guess he hadn't made it really big until that point anyway, so maybe he was yeah. still navigating that stuff. But maybe. it just seemed like a weird, crazy lapse in judgment that I was like, I don't think you're who any of us thought you yeah, were. Yeah, no. Because him, I have seen a lot of interviews of, and yeah. you think he's so charming and so level-headed and so yeah. like modest and down-to-earth, and then you're like, okay, so you're dating Taylor Swift, the complete antithesis of that, and then also you're just like out there, like googly-eyed teenagers. Wearing like an I heart i heart taylor, taylor swift, swift shirt. shirt yeah Which she claims to have like had to borrow from somebody but also right. that seems like bullshit no i don't you don't have it. a fucking t-shirt you there was she's there's no other shirt there was yeah there was no other shirt but and, like you didn't bring another shirt like, you packed a bag to come hang for the weekend and you brought one shirt and then that one shirt was gone mm-hmm. so anyway yeah but <laughs> yeah it was a real downer because i actually up until then thought he was so cool and I cute think we all did and we were all disappointed yep and then she really had to lick her wounds after that. And she disappeared from the limelight for a couple of yeah. years. Got her PR team together, figured out what her new thing was going to be. Mm-hmm. She finally got smartened up and didn't put her and probably just grew up also just with the rest of everyone, you know, just grows up and makes better decisions. Yeah. Um, and came back out and decided to actually stand for something, which is gay rights, which is not in any way... Um, controversial nope. so she picked the safest lane great yep. job taylor you fucking idiot yep <laughs> i can't stand her so no, i find her so annoying i yeah i find her so annoying and i find and it's it- less her but just her whole machine and it's so obvious and i felt this way since the beginning but everyone else at the time really loved her no, and i was just me standing alone waving girl my i was flag. always standing with you though you oh, may not have i wish known i had it. known you at the yeah. time because no, people I find her were so fucking into her and i was like but no she's so fake and whenever she was at award shows and she would win she'd cover her yeah. mouth in surprise like, shock like how are none of you fucking idiots seeing through this yeah she's a, she's a terrible actress like what I mean, I'm sure more people feel that way than people say just because I, I mean, I'm sure especially in that industry, you can't say that shit like frankly, but she just had so many I don't know. fans, but, but also all her fans are like 12. That's yeah. the thing. 12 year olds are not going to be like 
Look at this fake bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some, maybe we, when we I were 12, would have still said 12, that for 100%. sure. Yeah, I remember hating on Britney Spears when Same. I was in middle school because I was like, she's so dumb and fake. But anyway. <laughs> but now, I will say, now I really get her. And the whole head shaving thing, I feel like everyone made fun of her at the time. But oh, now, yeah. I 100% I swung around on her 100%. I understand I'm rooting that. for her big time. Me too. I get it. You know what? That breakdown was the realest thing i've ever seen in my life yes. and she was just like fuck you and shaved her head and beat people off with an umbrella and i was like yeah because how old was she at the time probably like 25 Mid- or like, something like that who even knows i think she's like only either around our age or a little bit older than us right like maybe mid to late 30s now yeah let's see and like at that time it's been 11, we were in it's like been a 12 years since she shaved her head how old is she? Uh, it's been 12 years since. <laughs> Before and after. Because the there was an the article that says Britney Spears has come a long way. Yes. 11 years after shaving her head. And that was from, that article was written in 2018. It's also because like, or may, actually it was closer to 13 years ago. Britney Spears. She's just so much more relatable. She's 38. Okay. That makes sense. So, so it was like 13 26. years ago. Yeah. 25. Yeah. Which 100%. Yeah. If I was at her level of fame and pressure and stuff and right. I was 25, I would have lost my fucking mind yeah. too. Holy I mean, because she got famous when she was like, what, like 17 or something yeah. ridiculous like something that? insane. And I don't think her family had money. Like I said. No. So it was like one of those. It was I'm, like winning the lottery overnight. Yeah. And you. Ugh. Like their background seems very like. Just normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Oof. yeah, whereas you have Taylor Swift, who's like, her parents are her parents millionaires are rich, and like basically funded the start of her career yeah. so that she Must then nice. was able. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is like, again, it's not, I still, I, I don't disagree that she writes fun, catchy songs. Absolutely. I still like to listen to them, but like, same. It's exactly what and she said. When she's smart to surround herself with smart people yes, who have helped who her are creative career. and good. I just wish her image, and I guess a lot of people's are, but it's such a curated image that like that and part some, doesn't even bother me oh see that as someone i am obsessed with sincerity okay and so it really bothers me well i mean i see it and i'm annoyed by it but i'm just like whatever the thing that bugs me about her is i think you said this earlier in a conversation we were having randomly like she always plays the victim yes and she is probably one of the most privileged people in the oh, world and yes. not just because she got famous mm-hmm. she has always been yes and so it just kind of it is so out of touch. And of course, that's to be expected from someone who got famous when they were 14 mm. anyway. But like, I don't know. It's You've just always it's been so in a bubble. hard to yeah. hear someone try to go on the television and like have a teary interview about how hard it was for you. Like, again, I don't know what it's like to feel the anger and hatred of millions of people on Twitter, on the Internet, shitting right. on me. I get, of course, that's horrible. Yes. But like, I just, sometimes the way she describes her experiences in her life, it's like no one's been through anything as tough as her. And I'm just right. like, what? Get out of here. And also the whole Kim Kardashian thing where she blatantly. Oh, no, that was so dumb. Like, oh, yeah. I was a hun- I thought you. that was hilarious. I was like, me too. Was, that was the time that I really liked Kim. Me too. I have no interest in that family or whatever, but I was like, yeah, I do, do it. do, weirdly. Oh, really? I, in the past year, I started watching that show. <laughs> really? And I was like, damn. These idiots are hilarious. Oh my God, for real? Yeah. Oh, maybe I should check it out. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's Some of them are more uh, self-aware than others. <laughs> but, and obviously it is very curated, which is I, weird that I enjoy it. Um, 
but it's when it the random stuff does happen that you're like oh shit let's watch this i mean their lives have been crazy though like the stuff i mean like i mean i've seen obviously the news articles because i read Mm. celebrity stuff every once in a while just the actual real life things happening in their Mm -hmm. lives are insane crazy so i don't even feel like i mean they make them crazy for themselves to a certain degree so i think i like it because it is a guilt-free watch because they literally asked for this and this is what they're getting that's true and so i don't have to feel bad for you yeah you are crazy wealthy you have every privilege in the world blah diddy blah yeah and you know what the other thing about that is too is like again the little things that i know about them like i do think kendall and kylie like the two younger girls Mm. they have spoken out about how tough it was to grow up like that oh yeah and it's that i can sympathize with totally because they were like nine years old they had the no choice in it. they had no choice and they so didn't ask even for even though now of course yes they're so incredibly privileged mm-hmm. you can't listen to them necessarily i don't think they i don't know if they do complain about any of the other stuff like that but when they talk about the pressures of fame yeah i give them a pass because they yes. are stuck here yeah they of course if i was in that situation you're just gonna keep doing like you could say then just then stop doing it but like if you're 20 years old and a billionaire and you know you could keep milking this thing that you had no Whoa, choice to yeah. be in, but now you're here. Might as well. Might as well. Like if, yeah. if you just milk it for another 10 years, you'll be a, I don't know, trillionaire. I, you know, it's and like, it would on. be at that, at this point, if Kendall tomorrow said, you know what, I'm going to stop being a model. Yeah. I'm going to stop all this. I don't want to be on the show anymore. Right. She'd still be followed around and stuff like it wouldn't. Right. It would take years for that to settle down. Yeah. So you might as well just continue making the money and enjoying your life as I mean much as honestly it made me think and I was like that was bad parenting in my mind it's like when that John and Kate family oh I just watched it an- <laughs> I just watched an oh, interview really? with him <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened there it seems like they really spiraled and I never watched a show either but they put yeah. their young children on television same the with that literal girl, babies that girl from the the pageants the crazy girl. oh honey boo boo yeah like oh god I don't know. Anyway, so all this to say is like, if it was something like that, then I'd be like, wow, I get her a little, or I sympathize with her a little, Mm -hmm. but she was, that's not, that wasn't her. That wasn't Taylor Swift, just what you're saying. Yeah, no. She was rich and then got richer. Yeah, she was rich. She made her parents buy her stardom and then she became richer. Yeah. So. Remember when this was a show about bones? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. So. um, So temperance Brennan. Remains. Yep. Friends of anthropology. Mm -hmm. Algorithms. Yep. Angelator. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, check out our Instagram. Uh, I try to put up um, within a week or so photos are really just terrible photos i take on my phone of the tv i don't know if that's how you're supposed to do it i don't know how things work Um, why don't you pull it up on your computer and use like a snipping tool to screenshot off your computer well you have to do it on your phone because you can only post instagram off your phone oh is your phone and your computer not linked you can't download pictures onto your phone from your computer like google drive or I never thought cloud of that. or God damn it. Zen text it to yourself. Okay. Through iMessage. So, <laughs> I'm not good at computers. Like, <laughs> like Angela is apparently. You would never have written that program. No, probably not. God damn it. About how to show up. I don't uh, know. Email small it to yourself. Sternum got crushed by a man's knees. <laughs> that was 
too much. That was like too gratuitous. I had to, um, I had to mute it, and it, I did find it. Oh my god, I forgot the bone crushing thing for you. Because the first time I watched this ages ago, yes, it does. Doesn't it have a crunching sound. It does. Yeah, and I remember that. Which is I, also, by the way, an unnecessary part of the Angelator no. simulation. Yeah, no. Why did she? Why did she program in sound effects? Did she have to find that on the internet and be like, did, "This is really did, can con- convey she, the horror of this was, tragedy." Was that necessary to determine how much weight the person had to have no, to was, crush a small boy's body? I, so I remember that, and I muted it. Oh my! Because she does it a couple of times. I too. completely forgot. Didn't even Fucking, register. I couldn't even look at it after <laughs> the first time because so it was horrifying zen it was truly horrifying oh my god i'm laughing i can't get over how unnecessary that was it's terrible oh god well yeah listeners fun hot tip if you've ever <laughs> talked about it before Jax can't stand the sound of bones breaking yeah no gives her the heebie-jeebies for real i oh and it happens so often i feel like you and i can't watch like 50 percent of the movies i watch together then oh honestly like i had a very good friend of mine mario um, asked if I wanted to come over to watch uh, with him and like a bunch of friends of ours um, the season finale of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Mario, honestly, I would absolutely love to, but I have to mute so much of the show. That Wait, is there bones breaking in Game of Thrones? There's constantly horrifying things happening to people. Yeah, no, people are dying all the time. I guess I just um, never registered that there was bone breaking. I, ju- I never want to chance it because everyone loves the next <gasps> snap. Yeah. And like, that's true. Just if like someone breaks an arm. So if you see two people engage, you automatically preemptively yes. mute. Yep. Oh my I god! Watched, do you do that for every fight scene you ever come across, or something? Almost yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I watch so much stuff muted, Ooh. and you would wow. be amazed how much bone crunching there is in like mostly movies and like action movies. It's all like almost every action yeah, movie. Yeah, I remember has asking either... if you wanted to see John Wick three, and you were yeah. like, no. "Then <laughs> I can't do it because." action movies well if you just wear earmuffs the whole time (laughs) i ran out of theater and my friend um she warned me about with the last batman movie yeah you know how he breaks his back yes and then they fucking fix it yeah and so i she gave me a heads up. up yeah and so when i saw i had to like what i do is i like cover my ears and i hum slowly or uh low so you can't hear anything when i saw that they were going to put his back quote back together with you know ropes and pulleys yep uh i was with a friend of mine i was with her husband because she was like i'm not interested in this stupid movie and so i I ran out of the theater and he tried to grab me to make just jokingly to make me like watch i was like no and i ran out of there because i knew what was gonna happen i just waited a couple minutes till i knew it was over and went back in because the idea of cracking bones both to break them and to put them back together horrifies me to my core do you not like when people crack their knuckles and stuff i'm not a huge fan even though i do it all the time for myself wait what i yeah, crack so my do you bother bones. yourself no because oh. it's mine and i know i'm not in pain or anything it's it's both the noise and just the pain associated with something when that happens wait, have you ever broken a bone no okay i fractured a bone but never like broken one and so like in action movies people always either one uh have a neck snapped yeah or two it's a fun one. if it's a fight scene um they will usually they're running around they're like dance fighting and then they will break an arm yeah it happens a lot 
you see that and i just or they'll like kick the side of someone's knee and it'll crack it happens constantly in action movies and i love action movies but now i just have to watch them at home and mute them and i mute a solid amount of stuff that i watch it can't be enjoyable for anybody (laughs) except for me wow i'm a real ball and chain if you ever date me (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but you like to watch it. You I just love it. I just can't hear it. And you can usually see it coming and stuff. But yeah. Okay. Just some random. You know, it just, I never, like, I knew that you didn't, I mean, I would forget on occasion and, and then ask you to watch John Wick 3 with me. But then, <laughs> yeah, no, but I never really thought through the mechanics of how you would have to watch the kind of stuff we like to watch mm-hmm. with that. Even issue. in comedies and stuff now. Oh, because there's so much, like, physical humor or something? Like, I saw that movie Good Boys, which is not a great movie to begin with, but (laughs) a kid uh, disagrees his shoulder. Oof. And so they have to, like, pop it back in, and that freaks me out. I'm not good about... If someone gets stabbed or someone gets shot, I'm usually fine. But if it's something overly, like, in Game of Thrones when Oberyn Martell, like, the mountain uh, squashes his head, nope. Big, big old pass on that for me. It's horrifying. Any yeah. type of crushing in one of the Bond movies when that David, um, uh, shit, the wrestler guy who's in, uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Dave Bautista? Thank you. In one of the Bond movies that he's in, he plays like a henchman and he, like, has these metal fingernail tips and he, like, gouges a guy's eyes out. Not a fan. These are all very specific, but it's just because they all horrify me. Oh, core. so you probably also hate, like, Torture. Jason Bourne movies and stuff like that. Or um, can't watch those. <laughs> no, I have. Oh. Do they not have bones cracking? Um, I'm trying to think what would have a lot of that. Probably 24. Well, he does, like, the magazine fighting. <laughs> yeah, the pen. The stabbings with the pen. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of those. There's, it's a spectrum of things that I can kind of tolerate. Huh. But, sorry, this is not interesting for anybody. No, I love it. I mean, but, yeah. I love finding out these little quirks yeah i, I, I also think you should lot. marry jason manzoukas by the way oh thanks i i would i mean you didn't tell me five people so i don't know who else was on the oh, table so the five people had been like jason manzoukas taika ytt oh right we did talk about that richard iwate um michael b jordan um okay so we already yeah those guys yeah i would be happy with any of them but happiest. But happiest with probably with Zooksies. Um, yeah, let's find him. He probably is in New York a bunch, right? Huh? He's probably in New York a bunch. I have no idea. Maybe probably. He, no, I'm. He probably lives in LA or something. Oh yeah, probably. We'll, we'll hunt him down. I was thinking. Well, for like comedy bang. No, not comedy bang bang. Uh, how did this get made when they go on tour? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll do it. All right, thanks, pal. I'll hunt down Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> Thanks. Just keep an eye out for a tall blonde man. I will. Tall blonde Swedish man. I'll run up to all of them that With I a see. great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Any and all that skills. you see. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a break over Christmas, but we'll be back in January. Um, check us out on Instagrams uh, under the ONR podcast uh, uh, page. Cool. All right. uh, Merry Christmas, and we will talk to you later. Yay. bye. Bye.